This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to Four and One More, a Simpsons podcast. I am your host, Emma Apps, and with me as always is... Hey, this is Bob Shoy. And today I think we are discussing our Four and One More episodes of Season 6. Is that correct, Bob? You are thinking correct. <laughs> I hope so anyway, because that's what I've got in front of me. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all the research I've done as well. <laughs> if it wasn't, it's what we're doing now. Yeah, we're we're doing it anyway. Um, so yeah, we'll be discussing um our four top episodes, our four favorite episodes of season six, and then a one more, um, either a wild card of that season or just our fifth favorite. It depends. Some days yeah. it is, some days it isn't. <laughs> it's just a fifth one you want to talk about, and it can yeah. just be it's your fifth favorite, or it can be like interesting for a certain reason. And I actually found the one more on this season to be quite difficult. Because there's a lot that I want to talk about, because there's a lot going on in this series. Yep. So we'll see which ones aren't in our top fours to which one I'll pick, because I normally have like a few in my plus ones that I'm going to choose out of. But this time I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. (laughs) (laughs) It's a choice of seven. I'm just going to go for it when it comes to it. I mean, I've had my list written for probably well over a month Um, just obviously because we were quite um, ahead of the game in terms of watching the episodes. Um, So I've had my list for quite a while. So I sort of read over my list before we started recording. And Mm. I've actually, from today, flip-flopped and changed my one more. My one to to four have remained the same and I'm more than happy with them. But my one more, I've swapped round today. Right. So it had something else which I'll discuss later but I've actually changed it as of about an hour ago (laughs) so that'll be interesting (laughs) it's a really solid season I mean we've said it every every time we've done a main episode we've said you know oh it's getting better and better and better yeah and it's almost like it hit its peak at season five and now it's like still riding on that high yeah I totally agree I feel like season five six seven are like the real solid eras so Five started getting a bit more extreme and experimental with like Bart getting an elephant and Homer going to space and all that stuff. And it 
hit a level of like craziness that it was allowed to sort of breach. Yeah. And now it can sort of like just continue solidly at the top of its game. Yeah. And what I think is really interesting about this season is um, production wise and like in terms of the writing staff and the team that are sort of at the top of the food chain, if you like, um, hmm. there's a lot of changes uh, in yes. season six, which I think is really interesting because, as you said, like it's still like really high and um, it's it's riding off of like the peak and it's still going really really strong regardless of the changes to the staff and all the sort of stuff that was going on behind closed doors and um, yeah. people leaving and people joining and things like that like in terms of quality you wouldn't actually know that unless you knew the history of the Simpsons which I no. think which I think is obviously like testament to sort of how good it is and how good season six is so I think that's really really interesting yeah it's like people have know that it's it's been successful enough and it's run for enough years now that people know what to sort of lean into when they're going to work on the Simpsons. It's like, okay, this is what we need to be snappy, we need to be punchy, we mm. need to put gags everywhere. And it's like it, it the status quo of the show has been set up and now it's just like fresh blood, fresh jokes. Yeah. Because a lot of the staff on season five were only there for season five. It was a very like transitional season. And now it's like settling into some a lot of new writers and stuff again. Yeah. And I like it as well because uh, season six is the um, sort of beginnings, if you like, of the uh, Oakley and Weinstein era, which is my favourite. Mm. I'm obsessed with both of those, both their episodes and what they write and show yeah. what are the showrunners for and the gags that they are famous for but i'm also like obsessed yeah. with their social media now like i'm such a <laughs> i'm such a big fan girl of like what they put on social media at the moment that i think that sort of solidifies my love for them even more <laughs> but yeah this is like the start of everything for them so and in terms of where we're going with this show as a mini series it's the midway season yeah it's crazy i can't we're going believe to season 11 yeah i can't believe we're actually halfway through like i feel like i don't know how we've we've come so far in such a short space of time part of me is like i can't believe we're already halfway through but part of me is like wow the simpsons golden age is so good and there's so many good episodes we're only halfway through we have all that again of yeah. great episodes in front of us and you're like wow i can't what am I forgetting? What amazing episodes am I forgetting? Like, I'm looking forward to rediscovering them again. Exactly. If not, like, I feel like potentially if you sort of discount like half of 10 and half of one and um, half of 11, mm. um, I feel like we've the best is yet to come almost. Yeah. Yes, that's true what you say about half of 10, half of 11. I feel like if you picked the best bits of both of those seasons, you'd make a, a season that is as solid as the ones that come before it. Yeah, I agree. They're just both a little bit disjointed. But we'll come to those in the yeah. future. I'm actually looking forward to coming to those because I want to watch them again and think, what do I like about these and what... I'm actually looking of, forward... Try and focus on the positive. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to um, being a little bit more critical because mm-hmm. I just feel like... Oh, we do just from, gush at the yeah, moment. Yeah, <laughs> at the moment we just like, oh my God, this is perfect. You can't change it. Like there's no, <laughs> we can't get any better than this. So I'm actually looking forward to being a little bit more critical. Um, yeah, lots of just... praise and bad impressions at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like it also has the potential for you and I to disagree a lot more maybe, potentially. Yeah. Which will be interesting. Yeah. 
So, yeah. So I'm I'm interested in what, if we're going to dis- disagree on this season, because the ones before, sometimes we really match up and have really similar choices, and sometimes we really don't. Like season five, our lists were quite different to each other. Yeah, I was just... Whereas some of the ones before that were very similar. So I'll be interested to see if we like the same ones, because you could say nearly any of these episodes were in your top four, and I'll be like, yeah, that's solid. Like, yeah. there's so many good ones here. I mean, I do agree, and I'm... I would honestly, hand on heart, sort of say that I can't predict what you're going to say tonight. Mm. Um, Usually, like we've said it in the past, that you sort of have like a, oh, Emma's going to pick this, and I'm like, oh, Bob's going to pick this. I can honestly say, like, if you ask me right this second, I wouldn't be able to predict because all of these episodes, like you say, are really, really strong in their own rights. So I think it would be really interesting to to see if we agree or disagree. I feel like we're probably going to agree on maybe one or two, but I feel like yeah. there are going to be some that I'm going to be like, oh my god, I wouldn't have predicted that. So let's yeah, let's let's jump in. So this time, I think this is. I think I've actually picked fairly predictable ones this time. Oh okay. But in terms of what you've picked, I know, obviously I know what one of yours is. Yeah. Because for our rule, if it was on your favorite of all time, I'm not allowed to use it. Yeah. That that rule. So I know one of yours is coming up. Yeah. Um, I think I know what another one of yours is going to be. And if you say it, I'll say that was the one. Okay. But other than that, yeah, I don't know what you're going to pick as your other ones. So. Yeah. I... But we'll find out now because you're going first yeah. this time. Okay. So starting off, my fourth favorite episode of this season, um, and this is I've got so much to say about this episode. Um, so I'm really interested and I kind of feel like you probably would have picked it as well um, okay. so my number four is Homer Badman okay <laughs> we're going to have to come back to this one later because it's higher yeah. up on my list I thought so I thought we might Okay. and the reason why I've got so much to say about it is because um, when before obviously we did this whole podcast um when you released your simpsons basically for one more that you did with uh the weird yeah, like the proto episode yeah uh with becca and the boys um you spoke a lot about this episode because i believe mm-hmm. it was on was it on tiss's list it was on beef's list on beef's list yeah it was and- on beef's list and tiss wanted it on his list but and yeah. we should have put it on but he swapped it out because he didn't want the same list as beef yeah um I was literally listening to it um, just as a fangirl, you know, and I was, I felt myself having a conversation with you guys through the podcast. I was like, oh, <laughs> no, yeah. So I'm really interested to discuss this later on in the episode because I've got a yeah. lot to say. Okay. All positive things, but I've got a lot to say. So uh, there's a lot of good Homer episodes in this one. Yeah. In this season. And my number four is also Homer. Oh, okay. Cool. I was just about to say, it's also, there's a lot of Homer episodes in this season, but it's also uh, just before he sort of becomes jerk-ass Homer. Like, yeah, yeah. So he's still like a really lovable character and he's not... He's quite relatable in a lot of these, to be honest. Yeah, he's not that much of a dick just yet. <laughs> but there's a bit everyone sort of gets a, a good amount of episodes in this one because i'm looking at the list here and lisa's got her f- a few episodes and bart's got a few yeah. good episodes and marge like everyone's got a lot of, a lot of episodes but yeah i think homer's a real sort of standout in this season so my number four is homie the clown oh this isn't on my list at all oh okay yeah 
I do, do you like this episode? Yeah. Do you know what? I actually do really like this episode, but it's, it is quite low down on my list, but I do. It's oh, weird. It's weird. Like, I, I do really like it, and it is one that I have a lot of nostalgia for from when I was a kid and when I used to mm-hmm. watch it. But as I just said, like, it's a really good episode, and I really enjoy it, but it's still quite low down mm. just because of the quality of the season. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's weird, isn't it? So this this is a real fave of mine. This is one I go back to a lot. Um, I love how ludicrous it is. It almost like leans into how <laughs> stupid the premise is at the beginning, where he's like new billboard day, and he is obsessed with clown college just because he's on a billboard. <laughs> like the the bit where they're having dinner together is so good, <laughs> and he's like seeing them all. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, homie. <laughs> and he's doing the close encounters, carving the circus tent out of his mashed potato. Yeah. And then when he stands up and just like, that's it. <laughs> you people have stood in my way long enough. <laughs> I've got a clown college. And then Bart's like, I don't think any of us was expecting him to say that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's so ludicrous. Mate. Yes, homie. <laughs> that's it. You people have stood in my way long enough. I'm going to clown college. But it really tickles me at how ridiculous it is and how sort of impressionable Homer is. He's like a big kid. This is really like Homer's a big kid era, yeah. uh, which I like. Like I do too. Sometimes they treat Homer like he's just an idiot or sometimes he's mean or sometimes he's like a sweet family man. And a lot of these ones, he's just a big kid. Mm. he's like one of the kids there's some episodes where he's even like yeah mum when he's talking to Marge with the kids yeah but yeah all the all the like sort of segment where he's going through clown college I really love uh, when he's like really laughing at like Cucamonga Seattle (laughs) (laughs) I love that (laughs) okay memorize these funny place names Walla Walla Keokuk Cucamonga Seattle! <laughs> Stop it, you're killing me! <laughs> Seattle! <laughs> and my probably my favourite line, maybe of the whole season, <laughs> I don't know why it makes me laugh so much, <laughs> when, he, when uh, Krusty slams the pie into the woman's face and he's got his notebook and he just puts, kill wealthy Wealthy dowager. dowager. <laughs> Brilliant. How serious he takes that of kill wealthy dowager just that kills me. When the wealthy dowager comes in, the party's over, right? Wrong. Kill wealthy dowager. There's um a little bit of um a little bit of um background info that I read just before. Um, I didn't know if I was going to include it because obviously I didn't know if you were going to mention this episode or not. But mm-hmm. um, around this sort of time, obviously, as I explained at the beginning, there was quite a lot of um, staff movement and things like that. Um, I read somewhere that Matt Groening was actually thinking of starting a crusty uh, spin-off around yes. this sort of time. And I think this... Live action, right? Yeah. And I think this was like his way of sort of getting that all out of his system if that makes sense mm-hmm. um i don't know how much involvement he had in writing this episode or, or or anything like that but it's just a bit of a coincidence that he was thinking of doing that and this is quite a crusty centric episode yeah um, i feel like every season gets like a spotlight crusty i think this is the only real like crusty episode in this season isn't it yeah and i don't know if it's, it is 
I don't know if it's a fan theory or if it's based off of like interviews or whatever, but there's also the theory that um, Matt Groening wanted Homer to be crusty like the same yeah. person as well um, i've got those notes here so yeah. that originally when the show started that was the plan yeah um homer and crusty were going to be the same person because of how much and it's almost how much bart idolizes crusty but hates his dad and it's like exactly that would have been the joke like that's the joke it's the same reason <laughs> so that, that's why they look so similar obviously they're the same person and the it's the same reason that radioactive man looks quite like homer mm. Because it's another hero of Bart's that looks like his dad, but he think he thinks his dad's like a total loser. Yeah. But Radioactive Man's amazing and Krusty's amazing. And one looks just like him, one literally is him. Yeah. Um, and that was supposed to be the joke, but then they just went back on it. And then this feels like them revisiting that idea. I really like that sort of idea of that and then revisiting mm. that as well. It addresses the fact that they do look so alike. You're like, oh, yeah, he could get away with being sort of like a stand-in for him. And it sort of deals with that aspect yeah. of the show. I think it's a really good way to do it. Um, but yeah, I love the episode. When Homo is being crusty, all that stuff's fun. You know, like, stop, he's already dead. Oh my <laughs> God. Crusty burger. <laughs> um, and just how tired Homer's getting. Like, tired Homer, I always really like. Yeah. It reminds me of Lisa's pony. Yeah. And he's trying to function, but he's so tired. And it's the same as this. He's showing up. He's like, hey, hey. All that <laughs> exhausted and stuff. I don't know why, but every time I think about this episode, I always think about the line, this year, give her English muffins. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. Is it so bland? <laughs> it's so random. I've always been confused about what Americans call English muffins. I think... I think it's... Is it just what we call a muffin? Yeah, because obviously there's like a chocolate muffin. Or is it a crumpet? No, so, well, the way I sort of think, I mean, by all means, listeners from the US, please can <laughs> please let us know if we're completely wrong here. But I think that... Oh, see, I don't know, because now I'm thinking about them and biscuits. You know, they have like... Yeah, I had biscuits when I was over there, because I was like, what the hell... Are these biscuits. things that American call biscuits? Because to Americans, <laughs> a biscuit to us is what you call a cookie. It's something yeah. we dip in our tea. Yeah. A cookie is a very particular type of biscuit to us. Yeah. It has chocolate chips in it. But anything of that shape that you dip in a cup of tea is a, is a, is a biscuit to us. So not, not these yeah. things that you cover in gravy. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what an English muffin is to Americans. So obviously we have chocolate chip muffins or blueberry muffins. And then we also yeah. have like a sausage and egg McMuffin type thing. Right, but we so both that, call them both like muffins. Like a bread roll, basically. Kind of, yeah. We they're, they're, we both we call them both muffins, even though they are completely yeah. different. So I don't know if one sweet and one savoury. We just know we have to read yeah. the context. <laughs> are we having sausage with it, or are we having it with our tea? Like, what are we doing? Do you mm. know what I mean? <laughs> um, it's not a crumpet. Do they yeah. have crumpets? That feels very English. Even the word crumpet I sounds ridiculous. I love crumpets. <laughs> I love a crumpet. I do, actually. I very rarely have them. I forget they exist. And every now and then I see them when I'm walking down the aisle and I'm like, oh, yeah, crumpets. William loves crumpets. So I never used to have them very often. And then it's like easy thing to give him for breakfast. So mm. I buy them quite regularly for him. Um, but yeah, crumpets are good. What do you have on a crumpet? Emma? Just just butter. Just butter. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's best. Sometimes I will squeeze on a little bit of honey. Oh. 
oh, that's but, like a whole mm. new like angle for me. Mm. It was mm. really weird. Like, so when I was a teenager, I stayed at my friend's house and in the morning her mum made us breakfast and she was like, Emma, Emma, do you want some crumpets? I was like, absolutely. And she brought them up to us, which I thought was really sweet, but she'd melted cheese on them. And I'm like, what the hell? Oh, yeah. I mean, they were they were really good. They yeah, were really nice. Uh, but I was just like, who the hell puts cheese on crumpets? But well, it's like a cheese scone, isn't it? Mm, I think if scones yeah. are sweet, but you can get cheese scones. I do like a cheese scone, but oh, I it, love it, a cheese it confuses scone. me as I eat it. Yeah. Ben's auntie <laughs> is like world famous for her cheese scones. So they're like quite a big thing in our family, cheese ones. Mm, yeah, they are good. I haven't had one for a long time, actually. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> snack corner. Uh, yeah, Homie the Clown. It also has one other line, which I, I love. I think about this line all the time. And I see it referenced. This one's sort of used quite a lot online, which is the, uh, whoa, I'm seeing double here. Four crusties. <laughs> I'm seeing double here. Four crusties. Sorry, I had a mouthful of drink when you said that. And I was trying so hard not to spit it out. <laughs> Four across Well, this season is full of that great, like, misdirect humour, which is yeah. what I love about Futurama, actually. I imagine a lot of the writers from this went to Futurama because it's they're very Futurama-y jokes, yeah, so it's like 100%. wordplay. Yeah, definitely, I agree. Uh, it's like the same in Lemon of Troy. You've got the... It's a le- like the lemon-shaped rock, and there's a lemon... <laughs> Wait, there's a lemon behind that rock. That's very similar. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. But, yeah... I, I love this episode. Flanders gets shot multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, even though it's really, really stupid, I do love the whole like little bike on the wheel thing. I love how many times, how many different ideas they come up with for how, how Homer can't do it. Yeah. The like one he goes through it, it the, wraps the around the him. Tra- <laughs> the one with the trousers get caught in the wheel is my, <laughs> <it's> my favourite. <laughs> yeah, burn that seat. <laughs> Uh, burn that seat. <laughs> That's like Beef's favourite <laughs> Simpsons line. Burn that seat. Use it all the time. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Beef and Tiss. <laughs> yeah, I know they, but they both really like this episode. Um, so it's a real, just like funny, like gag filled, just wacky episode. As yeah, my number four. That's brilliant. Okay, so let's talk about my number three. Um, let's do it. See, the thing is, it frustrates me because I love these episodes. All my top four, I absolutely adore all of them. And I hate that I have to put them in like one, two, three, four. It's because tough, Because I love them all so much. But um, my number three is Bart of Darkness. Emma, I'm really sorry to do this to you again. This this is higher on my list. <laughs> I feel like I'm so on you're the not allowed ge- to talk about it yet. I feel like part of the generation game, you know, with the cards where it's like higher or lower, and you say like, "Oh, it's higher," <laughs> and you're like, "No, it's lower." <laughs> I'm right, sorry, Cole, but no, we can't fine. talk about your pick again. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, th- I thought this one would be on your list, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come to it. I'm so sorry. My number three. This is just my <laughs> podcast now. Um, is the PTA disbands. No way. This is this is another one that's actually really surprised me because mm. this is like middle of the road in my list. Oh, I love this. This might I mean, be my favourite Skinner episode. To be fair, I love it because it is a Skinner episode. Like, 
everyone knows how much I love Skinner, but this is still quite like middle of the road for me. Like there are so many other episodes that I love a lot more, but I do love it. So it has maybe my favourite Skinner line in it though. Okay. Which is the, uh, (laughs) oh, come on now. We both know these children have no futures. (laughs) Prove me wrong, kids. Prove Prove me me wrong. wrong. (laughs) Seymour, the teachers are fed up. You have to start putting money back into the school. You cut back on everything. Salaries, supplies, the food. I don't care what you say, I can taste the newspaper. Posh. Shredded newspapers add much-needed roughage and essential inks. Besides, you didn't notice the old gym mats. There's very little meat in these gym mats. Our demands are very reasonable. By ignoring them, you're selling out these children's futures. Oh, come on, Edna. We both know these children have no future. <laughs> Prove me wrong, kids. Prove me wrong. <laughs> do, do you know uh, what line I love in this episode as well? It's so random, but the whole like purple monkey dishwasher thing when they're. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, purple monkey dishwasher. <laughs> Especially for that purple monkey dishwasher remark. <laughs> now for Operation Strike Make a Longer. You know. I heard Skinner say the teachers will crack any minute. Skinner said the teachers will crack any minute purple monkey dishwasher. Well, we'll show him, especially for that purple monkey dishwasher remark. Uh, You've tuned in to Bob and Emma just quote the Simpsons all episode. Mrs. Bobble Horse. I'd like to get down now. <laughs> I'd like to get down now, Mrs. Pummelhorse. <laughs> Hello, Mrs. Pummelhorse. I'd like to get down now. <laughs> oh my god, I love that line. Not I... enough, Miss Pummelhorse action <laughs> in this show. Isn't um? I googled that before. Isn't a Pummelhorse thing like you know when you do like aerobics? Yeah. It's like the thing that you jump over. Yeah, it's like the launcher thing that's yeah. like a horse's back. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't it's know such that. Such like an on the nose name. Well, I think it's like a season <laughs> one thing because all the characters' names from series one are like very on the nose. Yeah, and I think they had that in like their crab apple. Yeah, exactly. So mm. they had it in their mind, like, oh, the gym teacher is going to be Mrs. Pummel Horse, and then she <laughs> like didn't factor into the show at all, and they still had that as like the fact of like that's what the gym teacher's called that's really funny but yeah i i really like it it's um good skinner moments and i like watching the ways that homer uh sorry sorry, not homer uh lisa and bart deal with not having school yeah it's very similar there's another episode where like other people uh, take over the school teaching is it the one with um funzo no. Oh, oh no! I know! I know what episode it is. It's when um the town um sort of take over, and then they have Jasper going. That's a paddling. Is it that one? That's this one. Oh. Yeah, that's right. I always forget. Like this is why. Like I forget this is the same episode as that. Oh my it god! It's starts, got so many different. And then you've got factors. the strike, and then yeah, it reminds me a little bit of like when Homer goes through the adult education center. Yeah. And you get a look in at all the different classrooms. And with this, you get to see different people from the town teaching in the school. I use um, That's a Paddling on a regular <laughs> basis. I mean, I feel like I say it at least once a month. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. <laughs> paddle in the school canoe. <laughs> that's a paddling. <laughs> you better believe that's a paddling. Talking on a turn. That's a paddling. Looking out the window. That's a paddling. Staring at my sandals. That's a paddling. Paddling the school canoe. Oh, you better believe that's a paddling. Uh, I love Lisa's perpetual motion machine as well. Yeah. In this house, we obey the rules of thermodynamics. (laughs) I'm worried about the kids, homie. Lisa's becoming very obsessive. This morning, I caught her trying to dissect her own raincoat. I know. And this perpetual motion machine she made today is a joke. It just keeps going faster and faster. And Bart isn't doing very well either. He needs boundaries and structure. There's something about flying a kite at night that's so unwholesome. Hello, Mother dear. Oh, that's it. We have to get them back to school. I'm with you, Marge. Lisa, get in here. <laughs> in this house, we obey the laws of thermodynamics. <sighs> I love that. Is this the one? See, I'm questioning my own episode now. It is the one where eventually Ned takes over. No, that's Seymour Skinner's badass song. That's right. Okay, yes, that's what I'm thinking of. Right, so that's the one that's very similar to me. Yeah, I know what you mean. The endings are very similar. Like Ned's taken over the school in that one. In this one, you've got like Marge becomes a the uh, the teacher that Bart can't get rid of. That's where I get confused between the two because they're both so similar in that end. Yeah, they're very Skinner centric episodes as well. Even though I've watched this one so recently. I'm still, as we record, getting confused with that again. Yeah, I mean, that's totally understandable. I mean, didn't we do that last season as well? So it's quite Yeah, fresh. we talked about it. It was my plus one last season. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all coming flowing back to me now. Uh, yeah, so this reminds me of that a lot. And actually, I really love both episodes. Yeah, and it's also quite funny as well, because this is just before Skinner and Edna get together and... You'd never believe it watching this episode because obviously they're like at each other's throats. It's weird because sometimes I get this confused with that episode as well. Because yeah, I do too. It's, it feels like when they're stuck in the closet at the end or the the, the uh, yeah. principal's office and they're arguing, it's almost like they're gonna get emotional. Yeah, they get caught in the closet in the episode when they're snogging as well. And exactly, Ralph yeah. says, "Oh, that they, they were making <laughs> babies in the closet." <laughs> And one of the babies looked at me. Yeah. It looked at you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I love um, Skinner's emergency broadcast as well. Just like, attention, all is well in the school. <laughs> attention, this is an emergency broadcast. All is well in the school. My authority as principal is total. Give me that. Attention, teachers, we're on strike. Ha! It's funny as well because, I mean, I don't know what American school systems are like, but um, my sister-in-law's a primary school teacher, and it reminds me so much, like, whenever she's talking about, like, funding cuts and budget cuts, mm. and, like, she told me the other week about how she had to, I mean, like, I mean, we're in lockdown at the moment, so she's obviously teaching, like, at home, but... When she was at school, she was saying that like glue sticks are like gold dust, Be- really? and like and like yeah, like they don't get given glue sticks. Like she has to buy them herself for her class. So mm. she gets so she gets really angry when like she collects them all back at the end of the day, and there's like one missing. I'm like, it's a, 
effing glue stick do you know what I mean <laughs> and she was like Emma I don't think you realize like how underfunded it is and I'm like yeah. it's really sad and it reminds me a lot of this episode because obviously they sort of start arguing because of chalk isn't it yeah well it, it's just all the cuts you know mm. there's a lot of meat in the gym mats and things like Ugh. that I don't care what you say you can taste the newspaper yeah it's crazy but this is just one it's it's just one that I I liked when I was younger because I thought it was funny and then as I've got older, I've liked it more just because I'm like, oh, this is a, a fun storyline. That's what I was just about to say. Like, obviously, watching it as a kid, you relate to it because of how cool would it be to teach us to go on strike. Um, mm. So I get that. But I was just about to ask, like, do you like this episode because of the whole nostalgia side of it? or? Yeah, I, it kind of has a good balance for me as an episode yeah. because it has good nostalgia but it has good jokes i like seeing like i said it reminds me of the adult education center that stuff i always like it's like lots of quick sketches what if this person was a teacher what if that person was a teacher and just seeing different townspeople but then i like the actual back and forth between skinner and and edna about the strike and everything as well like i like the story and i like the gags and it's not like so so many gags and a really really deep story it's just a good balance of the two for me so it's a very watchable episode I mean, for me, I don't actually remember watching this episode that much as a kid, so that's probably why I don't Mm. have the nostalgia for it. But I must admit that since having Disney Plus and obviously having the choice to pick whatever episode I want to watch, I have watched this episode a good couple of times since we've had Disney Plus. Whereas I think when before Disney Plus was about, and obviously you could only watch it if you had the DVDs or Mm. if it was... Um, on the TV, obviously you can't, you don't have that choice. So I think for me, it is testament that I do enjoy this episode because I have actually watched, had the choice to watch it. Well, it's, it's also an episode where one of the characters die. Who's that? <laughs> it's the episode where Uda dies. Oh yeah! Oh my god! Yeah! <laughs> and the funny thing is, it's actually referenced in later episodes as well. I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He comes back eventually, but for a long time they did keep up the like continuity that, that he, he died, died in, in this a, episode on a school trip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Springer yeah. was too brave to accept surrender. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and oh yeah. See, this is the thing. That's how it starts. Yeah, they're they're on a school trip to Fort Springfield, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. And like, um, Otto has to like suck the. <laughs> Skinner gives him the pipe and says, here's the credit card. And then he's like, like, oh man, I shouldn't have eaten the mint first. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, they're trying to learn for free. Get them. Use your phony guns as clubs. Run, children. Start the bus, Otto. Start the bus. (laughs) Damn, I shouldn't have eaten the mint first. Yeah. So there's very like there's lots of parts to this episode. Like I forget it starts that way, and then you have like the strike and the kids. Yeah. You know, Bart flying a kite at night in the dark. Something that's so unwholesome about it. It's so funny. Um. Yeah, I think it's one that a lot of people forget. I also think as well that the reason that you sort of get it confused with Seymour Skinner's badass song, and then again mm. with the episode that um, Skinner and edna get together is because all three of those episodes are focused around skinner crabapple and bar in different ways i mean crabapple's not so much in seymour skinner's badass song but the other two episodes is sort of like skinner gets in trouble in some way and then bart sort of 
try and foils the plan and like makes trouble and that sort of thing but then feels bad so then he makes it better again I like that we see a little bit of Jimbo's home life in this as well, yeah. watching soaps of his mum. He's actually got like a well-to-do <laughs> like family. He's like the rich bully. Yeah. Um, and the, the oh, okay, so here we go. I was like, there's, there's something else in this. It's one of the lines from this is one of my pink dot lines, like one yep. that sticks with me. It's um, it's one of those little like background lines that we talk about. But it's um, when Skinner's doing this. Sorry for listeners. And it, oh, the taxes, the finger thing means the taxes. <laughs> it's just like a random crowd member. We have a very tight budget to do what she's asking. We'd have to raise taxes. Raise? Oh, way too high as they are now. Taxes is bad. It's your children's future. Oh, yeah, children's that's what children are important. Yes. It'll cost you. Go yeah. to taxes. Right. Come on! I don't even like. I wouldn't have even picked up on that, but I feel like the next time I watch that, I'm gonna just like laugh so hard. I love it. There's one voice in amongst all the crowd. Yeah. Uh, she's like, come on. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, And you just hear this guy's voice. And when Skinner just does that, you just hear him go, the taxes, the, ta- the finger thing means the taxes. <laughs> and that I really love that little line read. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so there we go. Um, I guess I'll just have to get into the crawl space again. Yeah. <laughs> from this one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, my number three, the PTA disbands. I mean, I don't even know if it's worth me even telling you my number two because you've probably got it as your number one and I won't be able to talk about it anyway. <laughs> well, we'll give it a try. Okay. Um, so my... I actually think I know what your number two is going to be and I don't think it's on my list. Yeah, okay, that'll be good. Um, I talk about this episode quite a lot, so that's probably quite predictable, but my number two is Homer the Great. Yeah, that was my Yay. guess. So it's the Stonecutters episode. This is yeah. one of my favourite episodes of all time. Like, I absolutely love this episode. It was, I think, my number f- five or six choice to actually be in my top. Um, cause yeah, because it, it wasn't in your top no, four, was, so it must have just missed. Yeah, it, it literally just missed the cut for me. Um, but I love this episode. Uh, I love the whole um, sort of Stonecutters, like Mason sort mm. of spin masonic lodge type like joke and that sort of thing um i mean i love a conspiracy theory which is obviously why i'm a big weird tales fan so just the whole like masonic lodge side and spin of things and but then it sort of goes into like um the no homeless club and like homer being Mm -hmm. like really lonely and stuff because people don't want to be his friend and so yeah there's just so many sort of elements to this episode but it's it's definitely up there for me i think it's a true classic this one yeah and i think it would have been in my top four but for me at the moment this one's suffering from a little bit of like i've seen it too much oh yeah i understand you know when you've just yeah. seen something so much i'm like i need to have a rest from that for a yeah bit. yeah no i totally understand as well because i've got episodes like that as well yeah and do you know what it's, it's actually quite a controversial thing to say but um because it is so high up on my favourite episodes. But I'm getting a bit like that with the B-Sharps episode. Oh. Yeah, I haven't watched it in a couple of months because... Actually, probably since we did the the research for the pod, but 
if I feel like I'm getting like that with that episode a little bit. So I'm just because well, we've of, spoke about it so much. <laughs> probably, yeah. And I feel like when you gush over something so much, you're a bit like, yeah, I'm getting a bit like, <laughs> yeah. So I've, I'm I'm kind of limiting myself to watching that episode because I don't want to hate it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no. Back to Home of the Great. It's got one of my favourite cameos as well of uh, Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Um, absolutely love him in everything he does, and he's just got the most amazing voice. Um, and he plays um, number one so well. Like his voice just goes with that role so much. I think we well we spoke about it a little bit when we did the songs because yeah. we do was on your we list. Do. Um, yeah. I was like, we spoke about Patrick Stewart and his, he's got like very good dry comic yeah. delivery. Yeah, we did because I I said that I thought it was probably uh, why Seth MacFarlane picked him to be yeah, in exactly. um, American Dad and stuff. Yes, yeah, so we had our big uh, American <laughs> Dad podcast yeah. in the middle of that episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, just I just love this episode for so many reasons, and I've it's got so many like one-off lines, like um, mm. um, when Lenny and Carl are like, um, shut <laughs> up. It's a secret. <laughs> hey, how come you guys got such great parking places? It's a secret. Shut up. Hey, how come you guys got better chairs than me? It's a secret. Shut up. Hey, you guys want to go bowling tonight? Nah, we're busy. Yeah, we got uh, things to do. Like what? Uh, it's a secret. Shut up. Uh, and like, um, what other lines do I like? I, I've got a real favourite in this one, actually. Go on then. Um, it's Homer. I'm just going outside to stock Lenny and Carl. Lenny and Carl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. His delivery is so good. The way he like moves his hand as he says like stalk. stock. Stock. Lenny and Carl. <laughs> it's the way he puts emphasis on Carl as well. <laughs> I know, it's so good. Anyway, I'm gonna follow them tonight and see where they go. Mm-hmm. Don't start stalking people again. It's so illegal. Remember when you were stalking Charles Corrupt because you thought he dug up your garden? Well, something did. I don't want you stalking anyone tonight. Oh, okay. Have it your own way, Marge. I'll be back in a minute. I'm going outside to stalk Lenny and Carl. Don't! So that's that's probably my favourite line of this episode, but the single one. And I like it as well. It's like those egg council members got to you too. <laughs> and it was really funny because um just before we started recording, I was actually on our uh, Instagram page and one of the pages that we follow is also a Simpsons page and um they do um Simpsons like embroidery and cross stitch and this mm-hmm. this person had made this you know the egg that runs one yeah. that runs and then he says about You better run egg. Yeah, they'd made yeah. like an embroidery stitch of that egg and it really made right. me laugh and I just thought <laughs> I just thought there's just it's a very neat audience that would get yeah. that and that they make like a good pin badge it, or something exactly yeah it was it was so good so shout out to that page whoever you are <laughs> <laughs> someone someone you saw on instagram someone on instagram yeah hey <coughs> i saved your life that egg sandwich could have killed you by cholesterol forget it homer 
while it has been established that eggs contain cholesterol, it has not yet been proven conclusively that they actually raise the level of serum cholesterol in the human bloodstream. So one of those egg council creeps got to you too, huh? Oh, you got it all wrong, Homer. It's not like that. You'd better run egg! But, um, yeah, I just, I love this episode. Um, I love the song, as I've said before, and obviously love Patrick Stewart. But, um, yeah, just the whole, like, mirror of the Masonic Lodge and everything that they stand for. And it also reminds me a lot of when I was a kid, I used to watch a lot of um, Hanna-Barbera uh, cartoons and, like, mm-hmm. the Flintstones, they have, like, the, the lodge as well. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. It just reminds me a lot of, like, those sorts of, like, crossovers as well so yeah i'm just looking at, at my li- at my notes on this episode and there's actually something in this episode which i forget is from this episode it's just part of my everyday lexicon you know you just pick yeah. up sayings and expressions i always use the uh when obviously when it'd be completely inappropriate someone really couldn't give a shit i'm always like jealous <laughs> you're, you're jealous, jealous. <laughs> <laughs> use that all the time <laughs> I love that. Every time I say jealous, I'm hoping someone will say no, so I can be like, you're, you're jealous. Jealous? <laughs> well, no, we've got the same chair. You're jealous. <laughs> oh my God, I think I'm going to start using that. <laughs> I, think I'm I gonna... do it with Becca, because Becca, she likes The Simpsons yeah. and knows some episodes, but she doesn't know it like the back of her hand. Yeah. She just has a, a few that she likes. And uh, so she doesn't know half the time when I'm doing Simpsons lines. Yeah. And she always thought, and she doesn't even know that's a Simpsons thing, but I do it to her all the time. You're, You're jealous. jealous. She just like rolls her eyes at me, has no idea what I'm on about. But. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that. See, the thing is, like, as I've said before, like, Ben will say stuff to me and I don't register right away that it's a Simpsons quote. He's like, call yourself a Simpsons fan. You didn't even know. I'm like, to be fair, like, my brain is like two different places but um it will be um it'll be like as simple as like she's sitting on the sofa having a cup of tea and then i come in and make a cup of tea with the hot water still in the kettle and be like got myself a cup of tea jealous <laughs> just like no i've got one here you're jealous you're jealous, you're jealous. <laughs> oh, i'm making myself laugh at my, at my own jokes now <laughs> i'm literally gonna steal that i'm gonna start using that now definitely yeah that's addictive for me, this this episode, as brilliant as it is, it's not necessarily the lines that make it brilliant. No, it's just a really fun just plot. The it's really fun. Line, yeah, and yeah. like one thing that does irritate me about this episode, and I think about it, and I feel like I think about it way too much than I should. But like when um, Homer gets given the roller skates, and he like skates to the door and like but the power plant is like on the back of the simpsons oh, house yeah yeah it really breaks any sort of continuity it frustrates me so much and i like was thinking about it the other day and i was like i was getting angry and i was like i really shouldn't care as much as i do that no <laughs> that the, the fact that it breaks continuity is the joke that's what's funny about it but yeah <laughs> something this time around that really made me laugh in this episode was um, Marge's resignation when Homer's like, um, you know, I still think I'm a chicken. I'm a chicken, Marge. I know. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah, and it's also the episode where you find out that the real number is 912. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so guys, if you have so, a room in emergency. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why, but I really like the line at the end when Marge is like saying, like, oh, don't worry about it. And she's like... Um, 
we've got our own like little special club and two of those members have special rings and Bart and Lisa are like, yeah. And they got those wow. like, <laughs> and he's like, no, our wedding rings. And they're like, I love that bit as well. <laughs> you know, you are a member of a very exclusive club. The Black Panthers? No, the family Simpson, which has just five members. And only two of those members have special rings. Yeah! I meant our wedding rings! That's so funny. Yeah, good good episode. Really good episode. Yeah. I do know what you mean, though, about, like, it probably... Because it is such a classic episode, it probably is a little bit overplayed and a bit... I think everyone knows this one. Yeah. But for good reason. Like, it's a Stone Cold classic. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That was That was my number two. Kids can be so cruel. We can. We can. Thanks, Mum. <laughs> I felt so left out. Kids can be so cruel. We can. Thanks, Mum. Ow! Cut out, Bart. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's that wordplay again. That yeah. real snappy wordplay. That's really a hallmark of this season. Okay, what's your number two? So we can finally talk about Bart of Darkness. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love this episode. So this is your number three. Yeah, my number three. Yeah, so yeah, this it's is the first episode in the season. This is the pool episode, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I can't. I don't know if we've mentioned it. I feel like we have mentioned it, but this has my favorite um, quote of any Simpsons episode of ever. And me. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you did it last time, yeah, but you can do it again. Yeah. <laughs> so um, as previously stated, my favorite Simpsons like quote of all time is. Kippers for breakfast, Aunt Helga. Is it St. Swimming's Day already? I'm going, I'm going. <laughs> Tis, replied Aunt Helga. <laughs> I just love when Bart speaks Cockney. <laughs> yeah. Let me read to you from my play. <clears throat> Kippers for breakfast, Aunt Helga. Is it St. Swimming's Day already? Tis, replied Aunt Helga. I'm going, I'm going. No, I love, I love this episode. Yeah. I could watch this anytime. It's probably my favourite bar episode. Yeah, like, mm, you'd, maybe. you'd be fair, that'd be a fair comment to make, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, it's a t- for me, my favourite bar episode is a toss-up between this one and the burlesque house, which is what I got. Oh, which, that's yeah, really good as well. Which is what I got this confused with at the beginning, because obviously it's mm. it's quite, they've got quite similar. Because yeah, it's uh, yeah. bar after dark. Yeah, they've got really it's similar. very similar. Yeah, 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 which is why I got confused. But um, yeah, no, either one of those episodes is my favourite bar episode, definitely. It'll probably flip-flop, to be honest. Starts with a heat wave, this one. Yeah. So you've got good heat wave stuff as well. Like, uh, I love the line read from Homer, like, it's cool in here, boy. <laughs> when he's, like, in the fridge, basically. Homer, my hat goes off to you. It's cool in here, boy. For the rest of the summer, we can live inside the refrigerator. Homer, the fridge wasn't meant to be used this way. Although I must say, it's certainly refreshing. I got the idea when I noticed the refrigerator was cold. Won't this overload the motor? Marge, can you set the oven to cold? I like the um, chili, hot Texas style chili. Cause, well, cause yeah, they, that's they what I it's... do every time I make chili in the kitchen. Do you? <laughs> yeah, if Becca says what's for dinner, I go, chili, red hot Texas style chili. 
<laughs> and she don't get it, does she? <laughs> so you get, you get. Uh, we want Chili Willy. I do the this yeah. one. We, we both have our own Simpsons Willy. lines for Chili. <laughs> yeah. Or um, <laughs> if it's if we have burritos, it's where is my burrito? Where is my burrito? Yeah. 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 This is my chili for dinner line. Yeah, hot Texas style chili. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Chili, red hot Texas style chili, and we got ginger ale, boiling hot Texas style ginger ale. Texas. I uh, got a bit of horny Marge in this episode. What part is that? Oh yeah, it has. Yeah, 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 it has. Naked in the skinny pool. Skinny dipping. Yeah, skinny dipping Marge. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know if you've if you've heard any recent episodes, but I did make a horny Marge jingle. Did you? Yeah, I did. No, I haven't because uh, I was a bit busy giving birth. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I thought you might have been. <laughs> yeah, listeners, by the way, between this one and the last one, Emma had a baby. <laughs> I birthed a human. What did you do? <laughs> they were just like left on tenor hooks of that one. At the end of the last episode, we said you're going to have a baby and then we just didn't mention it again. <laughs> I, I was going to put something on Instagram, but then I was a bit like, oh, I don't really want to talk about myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's tricky to know when to like talk about yourself on the social media stuff. Yeah, it's weird. But yeah, there is a horny Mars jingle. I put it in the last few episodes. I'm going to I'm gonna listen to it tomorrow and uh, I'll uh, I'll enjoy that. What? Just what? Fill me in. What is it? It's, um, it's, <laughs> I try to, it's so stupid. I made Becca listen to it. She was like, that is so stupid. I can't it's wait. like um, <clears throat> it's like Barry White, um, and then underneath it, there's it gets like louder and louder. But it's the uh, Hoover noise. Oh my god! Oh my god. It gets louder and louder oh until god. it crescendos into a <laughs> and she pounces on Homer in the caravan. <laughs> no, it does not. That sounds yeah. incredible. I almost didn't use it because it's so stupid. And then I was like, oh, I put it in three times now. I think. <laughs> I love that. So it'll be going in now as well. Brilliant. See, listeners, like, you guys know things before even I do. (laughs) Yeah. Love that. So, yeah, when they skinny dip in, I love the bit where, like, Wiggum is like, carry on, do what you're doing. (laughs) Because he spoke. Come on, continue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I just find I love like real like summary uh, Simpsons yeah. episodes. They remind me, they do like kids in the summer really well. Yeah. They make me feel like summer, like Lemon of Troy, which I've mentioned as well in this series, really feels like being a kid in summer hanging out with friends. I'm quite a fan of like all the kid centric episodes as well. Yeah, the one the kid centric ones in this era, they really get spot on. I don't know if it's because obviously we were like eight, nine, ten mm. plus when these sorts of episodes came out, and um, it's just like relatable because that's yeah. how old we were, and we were we probably watched these episodes during summer holidays and things like that. So it's probably like like that we relate to it. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think so. And then. Obviously, like the feelings that we had back then, kind of come and stay with us. Now, thinking back mm. at it, it's like, oh, I remember doing that in some holidays and things like that. Like, do you remember back in the day when, like, I don't know if you're if you ever did this, but 
I remember my mum giving me like a fiver and going to my local swimming centre and like going swimming and getting like dinner afterwards and like a bunch of sweets and like a fiver went so far. I, I could <laughs> and do a lot for a, for a fiver. And like the whole day I still had money left over. Like she was like, there you go there's a five or go swimming with your friends and I was there all day like just swimming away and then had dinner yeah. and like had loads of sweets and came home and mum there's your change kind of thing um, if I had a fiver, that was enough to be like, right, I'm getting on the bus to Milton Keynes. Yeah. And like, that's enough to make it worth it. And then we'd exactly. spend the whole day up the city. You know, I've got enough to buy a portion of chips or something yeah. too for my lunch. <laughs> You'd do something. Summer holidays yeah. back in the day were just like the best because everything was so cheap and like a fiver wouldn't get you anywhere nowadays. No. Yeah, it's amazing how I made that money stretch. <laughs> But they, they make me almost nostalgic, these, like, summery Simpsons episodes mm. for I can remember that feeling, the way the kids are, and it's so yeah. far, and they're, you know, it, it's just really done well. Yeah. And, like, I always use the line, I'm going to be queen of summertime. I mean, uh, king, <laughs> king of summertime. Martin's great in this. <laughs> yeah, I love Martin. This, this, the Martin ending might be, like, one of my favourite endings to an episode. What, where they sort of pan out, and he's, like, just with his, like, little naked bum... Yeah, the summer wind came blowing in <laughs> from across the sea. I don't even know it's what just that, him singing. I don't even know what that song is. I only know that song from Martin singing it. Yeah, that it's it's that ending is so good. Just the pan out on his little butt. <laughs> we haven't even spoken about the whole like. Flanders being like a murderer. Oh, yeah, of course. Well, I think it's because we spoke about it because it was yeah. my number one for the parodies. It's the Rear Window parody. Yeah. Um, which I rewatched like the night after we did that episode and it's still absolutely brilliant in that film. And Becca watched it for the first time and she liked it a lot too. Um, but yeah, there's the Rear Window parody. Yeah. He's spying on his neighbours and he's trying to work out, you know, he's getting embroiled in some mystery and getting the wrong end of the stick about certain things. Um, including Flanders Scream. <laughs> <laughs> that Flanders Scream I've seen coming up quite a lot in memes recently, but it's about the purple drapes. Mm. Purple drapes screaming Flanders seems to be going around a lot at the moment. Yeah. I've always wanted purple... No, isn't purple drapes from um, the real reality it is, bites? but it's yeah. the same scream, yeah. The, the, it's from Realty ah! um, Bites. Yeah. <laughs> like the, really, the murder house. The really girly scream, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so this is the uh, where we learn about Flanders scream. Uh, yeah, so it gets really hot. The Simpsons build a pool and, uh, well, they accidentally build a barn, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> Tis no pool. <laughs> There's a fine barn, English. <laughs> Dolworth. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> all right, everybody in the pool. Tis a fine barn, but sure tis no pool, English. Dolworth! My friend used to always say Doeth. Doeth. <laughs> Doeth. Uh, but yeah, I love, it's a really, like I said, it's just a very watchable episode. And it always made me wonder what an epidermis actually was when I was a kid. A skin, isn't it? Or your hair? Yeah, it's like, it's a layer of skin. Uh, it's a layer, because he says your epidermis means your hair. That's what he says in the episode. Oh. Uh... But that's wrong. I think it's a part of your skin. Oh, okay. Or one of the layers of your skin. You know, your skin has loads of layers. It's like, hey, Bart, your epidermis is showing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then, then he's like, like, ooh, ooh. 
<laughs> mansplaining in the pool, basically. You see, your epidermis means your hair. <laughs> so technically, like, he's real, being a real mansplainer. <laughs> I love that. People, people, it's time we all discuss the pool safety rules. Jump, bird, jump! Jump, bird, jump! You got it. Hey, Bart, your epidermis is showing. It is? <laughs> See, epidermis means your hair. So technically, it's true. That's what makes it so funny. Pardon me a moment. Ha-ha! Hey, Nelson, he's really hurt. I think he broke his leg. I said ha-ha! So, yeah, Bar Darkness, what an episode. What a quality episode. And at the end of the, this episode, we normally say, pardon my galoshes, but I'm going to do the kippers for breakfast, Aunt Helga. <laughs> okay. Screw it. Yeah, that's every, fine. Every St. Swithin's Day, I post that meme, and people are like, oh, I, I've heard of St. Swithin's Day, but I didn't know it was an actual thing. I was like, no. I don't know what it's actually for, and I've never thought to actually look it up. Um, I Googled it to get that meme, and it... It's it's in like June or July, and it basically is some weird like English folk thing where, um, if it rained on St Swithin's Day, it was gonna be like poor crops or something random oh, like that. So it's like, a little bit like an English Groundhog Day. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, something One like that. One of these that. like bullshit days. <laughs> just just something that makes no. It has no meaning nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, but okay. something. Yeah, something like that. But I just think it's hilarious. And the funny thing was, um, I watched some random game show. I think it might have been The Chase. And the question was about St. Swithin's Day. And I was like, I know that. <laughs> just because, obviously, <laughs> because of the quote. <laughs> it's like Tissa says, Simpsons is the only education you need. If you watch all the Simpsons, you get it through life. Literally. So I remember actually being at school and... Um, saying really random things my teacher was always like how do you know that i'm like simpsons like the coriolis effect i remember like speaking about in science before and i knew it and my teacher was like bearing in mind i was like quite a mediocre like science (laughs) kid and like i put my hands up and i told her all about the coriolis effect and she was like how the hell do you know that And i'm like i do (laughs) yeah i read (laughs) yeah i know (laughs) and she was like oh okay (laughs) So yeah, that was that's your number two, yeah. That's my number two, and that was my number three. That's mm-hmm. cool. So now we get for you to reveal your very obvious number one. Yep. So um, hold your hats, people. My number one is uh, Who Shot Mr. Burns Part One, which is hashtag spoiler alert because um, it's my number one episode of all time. It was my number one. So um, it was pretty predictable, to be honest. I did rewatch this recently with part two, and it is phenomenal. It it's is so good. It's, it's so incredibly good. Incredibly well written. Yeah, and um, it would have definitely been in my list, by the way, if you hadn't yeah. taken it. Do you? Where do you think you would have placed it if you could? Um, it it would have. I uh, I don't know if it would have been one or two. It's yeah. like it's one or two. Yeah. It's depending on how I feel on the day. Yeah. No, I get that. Because um, it's so well written. It's just such a good, like, I just, mystery. Yeah, the thing is, I just can't, I just can't fault it. I mean, I know no, it's, it's perfect. I'm, I'm gushing and, it, uh, you know, I'm very biased because it is my favourite episode and things like that. But 
I honestly cannot fault it. There is not one thing in that episode that I would criticise, which is quite unusual because even though I'm fangirling over so many episodes, there's always something that I would critique. Um, Mm. But this episode is just top for me. It's just absolute top. It really is like the only time that The Simpsons acts like a proper like serious sitcom like it has a proper season finale yeah and has like a mystery and all this stuff like it really is a it's like a serious show yeah with great gags i am quite a fan of like the whole mystery like mm. murder type um genre in general like tv films like i i, I quite enjoy like the whole murder mystery thing and mm. um honestly i'm quite good at predicting who the killer is or who did it or you know i'm really good at picking up the little sort of cues and the Mm. little like hints and things and i did media studies at a level and obviously we get taught in that like little things that you can pick up to know how it's going to end and honestly like this is so well written that you I, i know it's a really really random person and it's just so sort of you can't you know it's really hard to predict yeah it feels like a given now because we all know it we all know how it ends up yeah. so it feels obvious once you know who it is and you go back and you re-watch it knowing who it is you're like oh that's so clever the way that they've done that to make it all fit together and work and yeah it was the first time i'd watched it in a long time actually and i really let myself get like caught up in it this time around yeah and i was like i was loving it like really really loving it watching it this time around i think it's because it had been like an appropriate amount of time since i watched it last and i was like god this is good yeah it's crazy isn't it it doesn't it doesn't like lean too hard into like the the jokes and stuff either it's more interested in telling a good story Mm-hmm. Um, like it's got really funny lines in it, but it's not just like gag after gag after gag. It is like Burns being a proper villain and like um, Smithers sort of like having to step back from it and all this stuff. It's it's very compelling. And I actually think the whole storyline about like blocking the sun out and things like that is on paper, like how ludicrous that sounds. It actually mm. worked really, really well. And like yeah, the whole, in the episode, like, it works. And, like, the whole, like, stealing the oil from the school and all those sorts of things. Like, on paper, it sounds so crazy, but it doesn't feel crazy when you're watching the episode. It's like, oh, it's actually really believable. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I've spoken about this episode on previous episodes, so people know how much I love this episode. So it was was always going to be really predictable that I picked this. Mm. And you got good um, Skinner and Chalmers at the beginning as yeah. well. He's <laughs> covering the newspaper. <laughs> a non-related article mm-hmm. within the banner headline. Yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Superintendent, we made the front page today. Uh, now, what's that say under your hand there? Hmm? Oh, it's an unrelated article. It's an unrelated article hmm? within the banner headline. Yes. Now, to redirect our conversation slightly, I had a few ideas on how to spend this oil money. Well, we could give each student a full college scholarship. (laughs) 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 Oh, mercy. Uh, And Homer nearly says um, a swear word in this one. What, when he goes, (gasps) 
cars, which is kind of shocking. It's just the whole um, like church like organ. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And I love the whole stuff between like addressing after all these years as well, like the fact that Burns always forgets Homer's name. Yeah. Like making that like a serious plot point. Yeah, it's very clever. Very, very clever. Yeah. Because by this point, The Simpsons has been on telly long enough for you to have noticed that. Even as a casual viewer, like, oh, yeah, you always forget. Who is that? And, like, when they send, like, the chocolate box and it's, like, all the Simpsons characters and it yeah. sort of is a callback to other episodes. It's like, oh, my former guard dog. And, like, oh, my yeah, former yeah. heir. And, like, how, like, he has linked to every single family member in a, in an episode. Yeah. Yeah, he's he sort of has, yeah, he does have links to all of them. But he and including Homer, he has loads too. Yeah, but he of course. Just forgets them all. Uh, uh, there's some candy right here, sir. Why don't we eat this instead of stealing? Oh, very well. Wow. Mm. Mm. Oh, look, there's a photo in here. Mm, yes, I believe that little Maggie Simpson, the baby who found my precious teddy bear Boo Boo. Oh, and there's that uh, Simpson Mutt, my former guard dog. Oh, and um, that's um, uh, Bart Simpson. He was my heir for a brief period. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes, sir. I remember. Anything left? Uh, only the sour quince log, sir. Ugh, dispose of it. And uh, send a thank you note to Marge, Bert, Lisa, and Maggie Simpson. So yeah, this is my number one. I love how the episode ends as well. Like literally, like I couldn't solve, possibly solve this mystery. Can you? you? <laughs> I love that. It's such a good ending. Yeah. <laughs> well, I couldn't possibly solve this mystery. Can you? Yeah, I'll give it a shot. I mean, you know, it's my job, right? I love Hibbert as well. Like, I feel like yeah. they need to use him more. Yeah, he is good. Yeah, I mean, I'll give it a shot. It's my job. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Wiggum. Uh, Wiggum is so good. I love like, Wiggum. There's a lot of good Wiggum in this series again. Ever since we spoke about like Wiggum being like really high up on your favourite characters, yeah. I now, every time he's in a part, I always think about him and think, oh my God, yeah, he's so good. I've Like I said on that episode, I've always loved him. And as a kid, he was like my favourite. Yeah. But since I like almost outed myself as a big wig, wig head <laughs> on that episode... <laughs> <laughs> I notice it even more myself. I'm like, God, he is. I'm so happy with that choice. Like, he is so good. I almost wish he was higher up my list, you know? Yeah. You you love yeah. Wiggum like I love Sacho Bob, I think. Yeah, he's great. Like, <laughs> I'm, I want to redo that episode and just put him right at the top now because he's just solidifying it. When we finish and we get our tattoos, you should get a Wiggum tattoo. And I'll get, get a Wiggum my, tattoo. Oh, uh, I'll get my Sacho Bob tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> I love one line here when they scream <laughs> when um so when grandpa moves in and he's reading the paper <laughs> sorry grandpa for a second i thought dad had melted <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the whole like back and forth with um when grandpa moves in with uh, him and marge oh and that's in like... part two you're the bee's knees baby <laughs> that's that stuff <laughs> Oh, that's part two. We can talk about that. Yeah, that's part two. We'll yeah. talk about that next episode. Yeah, we'll have to because that's really funny. She's like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Grandpa, were you talking to me? Yes. 
<laughs> and like I like the bit as well when they're at the town hall meeting and um, Bart stands up and he's like look what he did to my best friend <laughs> and they pan across to Millhouse here in the Cheetos <laughs> not him oh, my that's dog really good. that's really good and then the dog comes in with his little wheelchair like squeaking yeah. and then he's like do you, would you like some oil for that squeak <laughs> oh so good the lab's running away. Bye, lab. <laughs> yeah, grandpa's good in this. Uh, and it makes me laugh as well, like, the bit where, like, uh, it says, um, oh, no, this is in part two, actually. I'll, I'll talk about it next time. <laughs> We're getting wrapped up in part two stuff now. I've yeah. had to look at my notes to make sure I'm not talking about part two stuff. Yeah. Because I'm sure we'll be talking about that yeah. in the next one as well. Spoiler. Okay, so what's your number so, one? I'm dying to know. Well, you know what it is because it was your number four. Oh, yeah. I can't even so remember. So it's Home of Bad Man. Yeah, Home of Bad Man. Oh, my God, I love this episode so much. For me, this is the absolute pinnacle of just, like, joke after joke after joke this after joke. This is brilliant. Like, There's so many jokes in this that I quote. When we recorded that one and Beef said put it on his top four, um, I feel like we spent the whole rest of the episode being bringing back, yeah. going back to lines from it because <laughs> yeah. we'd remember more. And that's what I was saying um, about... When I was listening to you guys talking about it, I felt like I was in the room with you because you were saying stuff and I'd either already quoted it sort of to myself or yeah. sort of thinking about it. And I, and then you'd say it and I was like, oh, General Ben. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I forgot, but I was like, sister remembered that, yeah. <laughs> I say that to my Ben all the time. <laughs> no, Ben, no. <laughs> um, so this is, I know for some people... Nowadays, this episode is considered like minorly problematic. Oh, because of the some people think it makes light thing. of like sexual yeah. harassment and stuff like that. I mean, um, I get it, but I can't look at it like that because yeah. it's just so hilarious to me. Yeah, I'm a hundred percent with you on that. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm all for the whole like Me Too movement and like mm. people should speak out, but I don't. I didn't even really like make the comparison. I don't think it's. I think it's more like, of a critique of of media. Yeah, hundred percent. Than that, yeah, it is a critique of media and how like overblown they get about things without knowing the facts and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And like, especially, I feel like it's even more apparent nowadays than it was 20 years ago when this episode came out because mm. with Twitter, like, I've noticed it recently in the last sort sort of. Um, like meme culture is like so much more prevalent now than it was 20 years ago because of the internet and because of things like Twitter and trending hashtags and mm. things like that. Like, um, I'm not going to, I know this is probably just like really topical for the UK, but um, I don't know if you've heard about the whole Jackie Weaver thing, like that's been doing the rounds on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. And like, I'm not even joking. So I didn't even know what it was. I saw the hashtag, saw people talking about it. I was like, okay, cool, whatever. It's a joke. Um, but then I watched like three programs. So one on Friday night, one on Saturday and one on Sunday. And she was a guest. And I'm like, what the hell? It's just mm. so crazy how something so little 
then like completely like blows up and then all of a sudden this random woman is on like free channel free programs that i'm watching yeah. in three days it is like the height of that 15 seconds of fame literally 15 minutes but it's 15 seconds now like you're yeah. a meme one day and then you have to be every effort to jump strike while the iron's hot because you'll be forgotten in a couple of days so that was obviously like last week or the week before and then this week it's all about that that lawyer on the zoom call that was a yeah, cat exactly. and it's exactly it's exactly the same thing it kind of drives me crazy. I have to like, even if I find it funny, I have to like step away because I'm just like, this is mental. In two days, we'll forget. Exactly. It's and like it's... the Bean Dad thing. Everyone forgot about Bean Dad by the afternoon because yeah. that afternoon they stormed the, the flipping... The capital, yeah. The coup, yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, it just moves so quickly now. But I do think that the whole um, like sexual harassment thing, don't get me wrong, I... I'm completely, I get it, but I don't agree with the critique of this episode. I agree with you in that um, this is more a critique of the media, like blowing things completely out of proportion, Mm. things becoming meme culture and things um, just completely blowing up for no reason rather than it being like making like, light on something as bad as sexual harassment blowing up just like the candy convention yeah (laughs) see you in hell candy boys (laughs) yeah and it just makes me laugh as well like there's so many quotes from this episode it's ridiculous oh my god the joke after joke after joke all the rock bottom stuff is amazing yeah help me god hello homer this is god (laughs) free jones Jones. (laughs) I love that, and like I, I, this is also the one where Homer sings under the sea. She, I was she just about to say that, so that is actually one of my favourite Simpsons moments because it's like um, when Mudge turns around and she's like, "Homer, we're not moving under the sea." Like it's not happening. Oh, that's your solution to everything. Oh, that's, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> I've literally quoted that on my own social media so many times. Like it's not gonna happen. Like <laughs> I love it. Marge, kids, everything's going to be just fine. Now go upstairs and pack your bags. We're going to start a new life under the sea. (laughs) Under the sea, under the sea. There'll be no accusations, just friendly crustaceans under the sea. Oh man, that's your solution to everything, to move under the sea. It's not gonna happen. I love the, um, Homer sleeps nude in an oxygen tent which he believes gives him sexual powers. Hey, that's the half-truth. <laughs> Simpson scandal update. Homer sleeps nude in an oxygen tent, which he believes gives him sexual powers. Hey, that's a half-truth. And, like, um, also the bit where she's, like, cooking a chicken in the oven and it's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm using this technology, but I have to th- imagine that's Homer in there, stewing in the oven, literally stewing in his own juices. <laughs> uh, and, like, the whole, like... Um, about filming people in cars and it's like but every scottish person does it <laughs> that man is sick <laughs> uh, Homer, haven't you learned anything marge my friend 
I haven't learned a thing. <laughs> My hubby is secretly videotaping couples and cars. I do not come forward because in this country it makes you look like a pervert. But every single Scottish person does it. Are you two hugging the TV? No. <laughs> <laughs> they they finding it hard to believe him to like believe what he says. He spent so much time raising us, more raising us than you have. <laughs> This this is an episode where I'm just like it is like a machine gun of jokes. Yeah. Like I it might be the most gag heavy episode. I love the whole candy convention thing as well though. Like Yeah. It's like um it's like candy lips, a thousand uses, <laughs> and he's like, Okay, like what? And he's like, Well, you could use it as a humorous substitute for your own lips. Uh-huh. What else? And he's like, uh and then he like goes down the stairs. Marge won't agree to go in a hollowed out wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I like the bit as well with the like, um, the candy ball so sour. <laughs> and then he's Super like, sour ball. I don't know. And he's like, faces all. <laughs> that image of this mouth were like sucked in is so good as well. Yeah. I mean, it's one of them like, I, sp- we, like, I spoke about it so much and put so many clips in that one where like, where Tiss quotes this all the time, so it just makes me think of Tiss now. But yeah. literally every line is just makes me think of those guys. So you don't like the old timey bikes, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love the way Homer like cracks himself up, slagging off those bikes when they do their <laughs> he does his like innocence report. Yeah. So uh, you don't like the old time bikes, huh? I love it as well. It's like um, when they're sort of like setting up the flag and Marge goes, there's only 48 stars on that flag. And then Grandpa's <laughs> like, um, I'll be dead cold in the ground before I recognize Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> I love that written of Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> God, that's good. There are only 49 stars on that flag. I'll be deep in the cold, cold ground before I recognize Missouri. So this, it has to be my number one just because of how many like different jokes and lines and stuff from this I quote all the time. Yeah. Um, it's a real like favorite between me and some of my friends and, and we make each other laugh with this. Um, and I'll never get bored of like all the rock bottom stuff, you know, sweet, 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 can, all that Do stuff. Do you know what, right? Yeah, I might actually go back and listen to the episode with you, Bob. Um, you are Bob, sorry. With you, Tiss, B, and Becca, just to for the jokes. To be honest, like just to hear, I've just already, to hear Tiss laughing at it. I've already listened to the episode three times. I'm not even exaggerating, <laughs> and I might go and listen to it for a fourth time just because, just because of what it is. It's anytime you can really get Tiss laughing, it's always enjoyable. Tiss has and he, the, he, gets... he has the best laugh as well. Every well, it's time... a cackle, isn't it? Yes. He <laughs> even like when I watch, uh, sorry, even when I listen to like Weird Tales episodes, and Tiss goes off on like a, a laughing rant, like it was just laughs mm. and laughs and laughs. I just find myself laughing at him laughing, and I just like he makes me laugh so much. <laughs> Hey. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Right, so there are top four. Yep. But we get one more pick each. Yeah. So, as I said at the beginning of the episode, um, it's completely flip-flop for me. So, mm-hmm. I will tell you my choice that I was going to pick. So, this was on my list for um, a whole month since I watched season six. Okay. But I've switched it around, um, and I'll explain why after. So, it was... Grandpa versus sexual inadequacy. Mm. It was mm-hmm. that, but I switched it for Lisa's wedding. Mm, okay, interesting. Yeah, um, and they're both very, very different episodes, so it's quite interesting. Yeah, so different. Yeah, so it's quite interesting that those are the two episodes that I was sort of flip flopping between because they're not even similar in any way. So with Grandpa versus sexual inadequacy, like I love the storyline, but the reason why it sort of dropped out of my. Uh, uh, sorry my one more was purely because I don't really like the like last like section of it so the bit Mm -hmm. where they go to like the farm and like the bit where Homer and Grandpa have like the big falling out like I don't really like that part of it so like I'd say like the the last third of that episode irritates me a little bit but the two thirds of the rest of the episode is like absolute comedy gold and there's just like so many moments in that episode that I absolutely love um, but it just dropped out for me just purely because I don't really enjoy the whole like Homer and Grandpa. Like, I like the fact that you get a little bit of. I like that it's a Homer and Grandpa episode, which you yeah. don't often get. Yeah. And I love, and I like that you get a little bit of their past. You don't often mm. get like a look into their past yeah. and they address that Homer grew up on a farm, and that's even brought up again yeah. later with the Tomaco episode. He he's like, I lived on a farm when I was a kid. Yeah, he, like, I can live on a farm. And this is obviously before the whole like Homer's mum comes back as well. So I think mm-hmm. this is probably the first time that you get like a proper Homer backstory. 
Mm-hmm. And it might have been like the reason why they decided to do an episode about his mum because obviously she's not really mentioned in this either. So, you know, it opened a few storylines for them. Um, I just find it a bit tedious. Like, I just think that they, there's so many different ways they could have ended the episode. And yeah, it's it's obviously a lot of horny Marge in this as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, like Marge is, this is the horniest Marge ever gets. But you said that's not your choice. No, yeah, no. So, so what is your choice? So my choice is it's Lisa's, Lisa's wedding. wedding. Yeah. Um, so the reason why this sort of was bumped up for me mm-hmm. is because I remember watching this a lot as a kid and absolutely loving this episode. Um, it's, I think, Sorry if I get this wrong, but I think this is the first like future episode that we have. Yeah, it's the first future one. Yeah, and it's it's my favourite future one as well because I think it's just the way it's written. Um, and I just I'm a sucker for a love story, and like it's interesting to see like Bart and Lisa and like, other characters as adults and how they turn out as mm-hmm. adults and things like that. I love the storyline of her like falling in love with like an English guy and. Just, I just love the storyline, and I think it just has more uh, depth. There's not that many gags in it in comparison to Grandpa versus Sexual Inadequacy and other episodes in the season, but I prefer the storyline, I think. And yeah. I also quite like the whole fortune-telling bit at the beginning. And, um, yeah, it's just I just really like the storyline, I think. So this is weird. I actually... i done this last time. Well, not last time, but one of the other times one of the ones you picked, I have forgot to put this one on my list. No way. Like, it's not on my list. I was like, where's this on mine? Because I was about to say to you, this is actually fairly low down for me. Yeah. I haven't got that many notes for it. But I haven't even put it on it. That's so weird. Um, But for me, it would probably be like three quarters of the way down. Yeah. In terms of my ranking. But over half of this series is so solid. Yeah, I do think that this is an episode that you either love or hate. Like, I do get mm. it. I do get why people don't like it. Um, and to, to be fair, I think for me, a lot of it is, as I said, like the nostalgia. Like, I remember watching this a lot as a kid. And I just like the whole, like, depth into the future. I like looking at all the characters, how they mm. would be as adults. And, like, I know that sort of the a lot of the sort of more recent seasons, obviously, Bob and I, we haven't seen them, but I know that they visit the future a lot, lot more in later right. seasons. I've only seen two of the future ones. I've seen a couple and some... I've seen this and Bart of the Future. Is that the one where he goes to the Indian casino? Yeah. Yeah, so I've seen a couple of, like, the future episodes, and I think when they get to a certain point, they start following, like, a canon as well. So, like... Oh, okay. So, like, Bart marries someone, and, like, he has, like, boys and things like that. Almost and they like sort a spin-off of, series. They sort of start carrying on, like, when they revisit future episodes, they then sort of start oh, carrying weird. on. Yeah, and, like, Lisa... It's like when the Rugrats of, did All Grown Up. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of a bit like that, and you know, it is what it is, and I'm. Uh, it must just be the way it's written, but I'm not necessarily a fan of that. But I do like the way that in this episode, like I like when Marge and Lisa are sort of saying, "Oh, Mum, I feel a bit weird wearing white," and then what about Millhouse? And then Marge is <laughs> like, "Oh, Millhouse don't count." I love My that. actual favourite moment of that episode is such a weird one. It's um, it's just Marge being lame when she's like, sent looms that thing. It says, hi, Bart, I'm weaving on a loom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's my favourite bit. I love that. 
And like I like Wiggum as well in this where he goes, you're Esquilax, when it's just like oh, the yeah. rabbit. <laughs> Ooh, and here, out of the myths of history, the legendary Esquilax, a horse with the head of a rabbit and the body of a rabbit. It's really funny, actually, because when I got married... I actually found like the little piggy cufflinks and I was going to, I was going to buy them for like either my dad or Ben. And then I just like, they were quite expensive because they were like American imports. And I was like, I'm the only person who's going to get this joke. And I doubt that my dad would wear them on my wedding day, but they are really cute. And I was going to buy them, but I thought, oh, I'm the only person that would appreciate that. (laughs) And obviously Lisa's wedding is an episode where like a lot of the Simpsons Simpsons predictions stuff, yeah, a lot of that comes from this because it's the first future one. So of course they're going to say, yeah, Simpsons predicted this because it's doing future prediction stuff. But this is like the the video phone thing, and she goes, um, "Mum, it's a picture phone." Because it's like the face, yeah, the you've got yeah. the shard, you've got Trump, like you've got all sorts of stuff in this one. Yeah. yeah, it's a real one that people go back to, and I spoke about that on on a Weird Tales episode, yeah, a while back. Which is also a very good episode, so I think you should go and check that out, guys, if you haven't yeah, already. Yeah, if you're interested, it's um, it's the episode The Simpsons Predicted It from the podcast Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. I think you actually did the episode not long after you did the episode. Is that... No, it wasn't long after. Yeah, kind of it was, got your juices was like flowing, didn't it? Yeah, yeah like, exactly. <laughs> And then that was sort of round about the sort of time that you sort of approached me about doing this and then... Yeah. 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 So it wasn't long after I did that. Lockdown Because I was like, I did two podcasts about The Simpsons. I was like, I want to talk more about The Simpsons. <laughs> and then now we're here. Yeah. Season six, baby. So I guess we'll go on to my one more then. Yep. So Grandpa versus Sexual Inadequacy was also one of my potential ones. Okay. For one mores. And the reason it would have been for me is... Um, I just feel like The Simpsons has always been like fairly adult humour as well as like children's humour, but that was one where they were just like, this one's all about sex. It really felt like they <laughs> pushed it a bit more. Um, so it's interesting for me for that reason, because I always remember being a bit like shocked by the episode when I was a kid. It's also... Because it doesn't feel like a kid's episode. I also kind of feel like when I watched it, I probably didn't understand it at all. No, no. I knew it was something... Naughty. I didn't get it all, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's so funny because, like, I remember loving that episode as a kid, but I clearly didn't understand it. Like, no. I don't know. I can't remember ever having a, oh, my God, like, I get that now moment. No, and then, but I probably did for, yeah. like, Natural Born Kisses. Yeah. Because I was a little bit older by the time that one came out. And I remember thinking, Jesus. because they season literally nine run or ten? Nine, I think it's nine or ten, yeah. yeah. And they literally spend half the episode <laughs> nude. <laughs> As an adult now, like looking back at that episode, it's like it, it's like got a whole new layer of meaning now yeah, being I an can't adult. Believe like I watched that when I was a kid. Yeah. You know? The funny thing was though, like I always remember, um, like watching these episodes, and I, like my, I can't believe my mum actually let me get away with watching them. So my mum, yeah. my mum and dad were quite strict when I was a kid, so um, I can't believe. They just allowed me to watch those sorts of... Do you know what I mean? It's a bit weird. Yeah. I mean, my two-year-old watches The Simpsons now, but do you know what I mean? So Terrible as a, parent. As a parent, I can't comment, but looking back at it, I'm like, oh, I can't... Yeah. 
bit weird. But I, I'm not going for se- that grandpa versus sexual inadequacy. I'm just going uh, for what. So this is what would have been my, my number five. Go with your So it gut. is like my next favourite, mm. uh, which I don't normally do. But also I have like fond memories of this yeah. for another reason as well. So my one more is Lemon of Troy, which has actually been mentioned a couple of times already. So yeah. it's obviously on my brain. This is this is a good episode. I like this episode. It's the lemon tree one. Yeah. So for me, this was always an episode that I felt like loads of people love this episode. It's a real favourite. And I I have other friends who have said, oh, it's my favourite episode. I've got one one friend who says it's his favourite episode. No. Yeah, this this and Mysterious Voyage of Homer are his favourite too. Oh, I love the episode. And I was always like, really, that one? And it never clicked to me. But this time round, it really clicked for me. And yeah. I was like, I get it. This episode is brilliant. And it really was that nostalgia factor of like... I love the episode where there's a group of kids. I love Bart on the Road. Yep. And this really feels like that. You've got great Nelson and Martin teaming up, which is always <laughs> just so good. <laughs> Hark to the tale of Nelson and the boy he loved so dear. Hey, nobody hassles my little brother. Hey, and no one manhandles the bosom chum of Nelson months. Spring forth, burly protector, and save me! God, oh, jeez. I never hang out with him, normally. Uh, Hark to the tale of Nelson and the boy he loves so dear. Uh, they remain the best of friends for years and years and years. I always think it's really weird that Rod or Todd, I think it might be Todd Flanders, is in One this. Of One of them. He's in it, and it's like, it's so weird. He's so out of place with everyone mm. else. But it's so yeah, good. He's like, I'm so glad he's there, but he's so out of place. Um, so I just, I really think this this episode perfectly captures that summer feeling. Yeah. Hanging out with your friends in the summer holidays in a really genuine way. And you get like rivalries with some of the other kids. And I don't know, like. I love the I, whole. It like, made me feel very nostalgic. I love the whole like Springfield pride that the kids mm. have and like. I don't know. I mean, this town is a part of, of us all. Yeah, a part of us all. Part of us all. Part of us all. <laughs> Bart, you have roots in this town, and you ought to show respect for it. This town is a part of us all. A part of us all. A part of us all. Sorry to repeat myself, but it'll help you remember. This town is a part of us all. A part of us all. A part of us all. Wow, that does work. Wow, that really does work. <laughs> it also reminds me a lot of like, I mean. We don't have any town rivalries here at all, but it reminds me of like the rivalries that you'd have with other schools when you was a kid. Yeah, for sure. For no reason. Yeah. I mean, like, I went to an all-girls school and like it was always like my school and the boys' school versus the girls' grammar and the boys' grammar. Right. So it was like we were just sort of like a normal sort of everyday school but then our town also had a girls grammar and a boys grammar and there was those kids in primary school that were always really really clever that went to the grammar and obviously then Mm -hmm. other kids went to like the other girls and the other boys school and there was always that like bit of rivalry um which is really funny because that was how i felt as a young teenager but then mm. as, a, as an older teenager i was always like really good friends with all the girls at the grammar school and all the boys at the boys grammar school so it was kind of like flip-flopped a little bit yeah but, um i as i said like i didn't have much like town 
rivalries, but it was more school rivalries for me that I kind of got it, if that makes sense. Even like rivalries within your own school. Yeah. Like you'd have like, oh, our gang doesn't like that gang. Mm. And it's just silly, petty stuff, but it really does capture that in this episode. Mm. Um, also, I remember watching this episode when I was a kid um, in Spanish. No way. Because I went to, I was on holiday with my grandparents. My grandparents were going to Gran Canaria. And they invited me to go with them. So I went on holiday with my grandparents when I was a kid. And I remember just sitting in the hotel room one day and watching Simpsons in Spanish. And I watched a few episodes in Spanish (laughs) because I just knew the episodes enough to not care. (laughs) And um, I I always have a very vivid memory of watching this episode in particular in Spanish and still enjoying it. Yeah. See, this is, for me, I always have like a bit of a weird relationship with this episode because I don't ever remember watching this episode that much as a kid. But it always being like a bit of a, I don't know how to put it. It was always like everyone always spoke about it and it was always, always like a big episode. But then I never saw it very often. That's the same for me. It's weird, isn't it? Like, I don't... I can't even explain it. Like, it was always... It, was, it must be one that... You know, I, I said I used to record a lot of telly. It must be one that yeah. I didn't record because I never knew it that well and everyone used to always quote it. Yeah, I'm exactly the same. It's probably why I remember watching it in Spanish so much because I hardly ever watched it in English. So yeah. the time I saw it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I watched that one in Spanish. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Like, there are episodes that I don't see I used to record it off Sky One and I had the DVD at well videos and I know that you Mm. had the same set of videos that I had as well Mm. and it it was never on any of those and I think that's probably no and I think that's probably why a lot of the ones from this era were on those videos yeah like I remember like um a lot of the episodes that we've previously spoken on this episode were on those videotapes, but this one wasn't. But mm-hmm. but I'm sort of have the same sort of relationship with it that you do in a sense that I never watched it much as a kid, but as an adult, I watched it and really appreciated it, probably mm. because I didn't see it a lot as a kid, so I hadn't worn it out, like, if that makes sense. So it makes me really enjoy it because I don't know it as well now. So yeah. if you'd asked me before re-watching for this podcast yeah. like where would it be on your yeah. list i'd be like oh probably about halfway up having watched them all in quick succession i was like this is right at the top it's like my fifth favorite of this season yeah so that's why for this one i'm like yeah this yeah. is my one more because it's almost like a recent fave yeah i mean for so me this is high. this is sort of in the middle for me mm. but i think it's because that there's so many episodes like i said that i have so much more connection to than this one. But I do really, really like this episode. I think it is a really great episode. And as I said, like I really enjoy the kid episodes and this is a really good example of that. And especially the whole Nelson and Martin thing that we've spoken about yeah, as well. Team Discovery Channel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I love seeing all like the counterparts from Shelbyville as yeah. well, like the other Millhouse. Yeah. <laughs> is oh my this god. The untimely end of Millhouse. Do you know what? It's hilarious. Like, I'll tell you like a really funny little story. So um I was part I mean, I think I'm still part of it actually, but I was part of a group on facebook it was called uk simpsons 2 so shout out to anyone if they if they're part of that but it was a group that i was part of on facebook that would just Mm -hmm. used to just post like simpsons memes all day long and um basically i must have commented on a meme or something and then someone private messaged me with the whole um my name's millhouse as well you know where millhouse like hugs, and it's because that 
the guy who messaged me, he made a meme because his surname was Apps, and he's like, I've oh. I've never I've never met anyone else with the surname Apps. So he'd made like this whole meme of like, oh my god, my name's Apps as well, like, and it was really <laughs> funny. And like, I had to explain to him, oh, like. It's my married name, so like yeah. I don't I don't have much connection in terms of like it's not my birth name, but it still is. Do you know, like I am another app. So yeah, like you found another one kind of thing, and it was all like this whole funny thing. But I thought it was really cute that he used the whole like where Millhouse hugs like the Shelbyville Millhouse. My name's Millhouse as well. It was really. I'll fun. be honest. If I stumbled across someone with my surname on a Simpsons chat, I would exactly. be very, very surprised. Exactly. I've, I've never met anyone else with my surname. No, I've never met anyone with your surname either. That's because my family are the only family with this surname in the country. <laughs> are you really? Yeah, it's a South African name. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's really cool, yeah. actually. So yeah, the more you know. I'll tell you, Bart, but you really should end each transmission with the word over. Over. Correction. The only thing that's over is that transmission. <gasps> is this the untimely end of Millhouse? But Millhouse is my name. But I thought I was the only one. A pain I know all too well. So this is what it feels like when doves cry. So yeah. Um, so let's do a, a rundown of our of our four and one wars, and then we'll talk about ones that almost made it and and our, our bottom of our list. Okay, quickly. cool. It's been a long one, right? Yeah. So yeah, you go first. So um, my number four is Homer Badman. My number three is Bart of Darkness. My number two is Homer the Great. My number one is Who Shot Mister Burns Part One, and my one more is Lisa's Wedding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my number four is Homie the Clown. My number three is the PTA disbands. My number two is Bart of Darkness. My number one is Homer Badman. And my one more is Lemon of Troy. Yay. Do you know what? There was an episode that I predicted would be on your list that actually wasn't on your list. Same. There's one that I predicted would be on your list. It wasn't. So what was yours? Um. So I thought um, and Maggie Makes 3 would be... On your list. Uh, you know what? I love the ending, but I don't actually love that episode. Oh, okay. I love the ending, and I do love the stuff with Homer working at the Bolarama. I think it's really sweet that he gets the job that he yeah. really loves and he's good at. But as a whole, it's not near the top. I know Beef loves it in particular. For me, it's like middle of the road, but I think because yeah. um, didn't you pick, I think in season two, you picked like where Homer and Marge get together and like the whole origin story. I can't remember. But maybe. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. But I remember oh, you saying... Um, it was my... It was almost my number four. We spoke about oh, it. Okay. It swapped out for Blood Feud at the last minute. But yeah. yeah. I do like that episode. You though. like like the whole like lovey like origin like story. So I thought, oh, that would probably be on Bob's list. What was on... What did you think would be on mine? I thought uh Bart versus Australia would be oh, on the list. That is that was really high up on my list. Like yeah, I, I know I you love... liked it because you've referenced it before. What what did I reference? I can't remember, oh, I but remember. we spoke about it. I referenced um Oh Knifey Spoon. Yeah, Crocodile Dundee <laughs> as as my like <laughs> film reference. Yeah. Yeah, and you talked about how much you love that episode I do and that's love why that I was episode. almost expecting yeah. it. So that was my like uh like six or seven. Like mm-hmm. it was really, really close to being on my list. Like I do love that episode. So yeah, um, there's a couple. I'm really shocked that neither of us picked 
A Star is Burns, which is the critic one. I'm not that I'm not a big no. fan of it. I mean it's really near the bottom for me. I mean, I like it, but um I didn't realise until quite recently like last couple of years that it was a like i didn't really know much about the critic oh, so right. i'd like the the whole all of the jokes and the whole episode basically went completely over my head i until, think especially in the uk the was critic it ever, was like is almost unknown in the uk yeah, so like, a lot of uk viewers didn't realize it's a crossover yeah no even though bart is like oh i smell another cheap cartoon crossover yeah <laughs> literally on that episode <laughs> So, that, but that is like a massive fan favourite. So I was quite mm-hmm. surprised. Um, what other ones? That's actually right near the bottom for me. It's uh, third oh, really? on the bottom. Mm. So yeah, for some reason, I've never been a big fan of that one. Do you like um, another sort of cult classic? Is like Itchy and Scratchy Land. I love Itchy and Scratchy Land. Yeah, that's quite. But hard that up. is a bit like um, Lemon of Troy for me because I didn't. I always thought it wasn't a real favourite, and this time round, I was like. This is brilliant. I yeah. love this episode. Yeah. I think it might be because I was put it in my top film parodies. Oh, okay. As well. So I was watching it in that lens. And it has one of my favourite Marge lines. Um when <laughs> they're watching the parade and she's like, see all that stuff in there, Homer? That's why your robot didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's brilliant. The story of Homer building a robot is really funny to me. Do you know it's really funny, like this might be a bit of a surprise because I'm so predictable in terms of like my love of like Patty and Selma, but like mm. Homer versus Patty and Selma, I love the episode, but it is very middle of the road of my list. I find Patty and Selma too mean yeah. to be likable in it. Yeah, I don't think I don't like them at all in it. Yeah, so it ruins that episode. I really like the bar as a ballet dancer and stuff. Yeah, so. and then. Um, also, Sideshow Bob Roberts is Sideshow Bob episodes are also very middle of the road for yeah. me. I, That's right in the middle for me. Yeah, really, that one. it's that like all obviously all three of them are my favourite characters, but those episodes are probably like my least favourite of their standout episodes. Yeah. So that's quite interesting. Sideshow Bob Roberts is one that I didn't really like at all when I was younger. Yeah. And now that I get the stuff it's talking about more, it's like I like it yeah. a lot now. I do like it, but it's just not in my favourites of this season. Whereas when I was younger, I didn't like it really. So what sort of episodes are like bottom of the list for you? So I feel like we're going to have the same one right at the bottom, which is another Simpsons clip show. Yeah. It doesn't count. Yeah. we. I think. And this is the weakest of the clip shows. I think we've spoken about this one before, me and yeah, you. Yeah, well, we spoke about yeah. it on the first clip show and then there was another one, but after I this, they didn't really do it properly. I can't which again. one this was. This is the one where they're just sitting around the kitchen table telling stories of, like, failed love. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. See, yeah. that's what I mean. The clip shows for me just kind of... I can't even remember them. <laughs> it, this one's very crudely stitched together, even more so than that first one. At least that first one has, like, the April Fool's prank oh, stuff yeah, yeah, and Homer's yeah, yeah. in a coma stuff. This is just like they're sitting around telling stories. Yeah. Um, but it's the last clip show they really do like that. The others, they try and make a gimmick out of like 138th episode and See, the, that, the one of all the songs. The 138 episodes, the one with Troy McClure, I quite like that episode. Yeah, yeah I like that one. Yeah. yeah. Well. Because they're trying to, they make, it's a clip show, but it's more, they're doing something more with well, it. Well, in terms of clip shows, I like it, but it's still not a great episode. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so other but other than the Simpsons clip show, my bottom episode, which will shock some people, especially so recently on Twitter that was going around that people said this is the best episode of all time. Okay. This is the new one. You know, we talked about yeah. how uh what was it last series? Um it was Den- 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 yeah, Dental Plan. Dental Plan. Last exit to Springfield, to Springfield. yeah. 
Yeah, and we was always I don't get it. No, that, yeah. This is that one now. Okay. This is the everyone thinks this is the best episode of all time now on Twitter, and I'm like, you're crazy. Let me guess. Uh, go on. Is it Bart's comet? Yeah. Yeah, I knew it. I've never liked this episode. See, it's very sort of like middle of the road slash like quite low down for me as well. Like I don't get it either. I, don't get me wrong. It's a good episode. I enjoy it. I do what I have watched it quite regularly, quite a lot. But it feels older than this series. Yeah. It feels like a season two episode or something. Yeah, I agree. Um, so Bart's comet for me is eleventh uh, on my list. I find it has like a weird sort of like a bit too saccharine ending, like a bit too cheesy for the Simpsons. Yeah, with them all singing together. I'm just like, this is weird. This doesn't feel like the Simpsons. I like um all the stuff about how Bart sort of obviously finds the comet, and then <laughs> he like goes yeah, into yeah the sco- big butt Skinner balloons. Yeah. Yeah, and like Bart goes into school, and like all of the nerds are like, I'm ham because I like ham radio. (laughs) Like, that to me is like really funny. And then, like, I'm database and I'm Lisa. (laughs) You could be Cosmo. (laughs) Like, I like that. Yeah, that's good. But to be fair, I kind of agree with you on the whole Bart's comment, but like, um, I, I, there are a, a few people that I know that have said that this is like their favorite episode, and I just, I don't relate personally. I've, even some of the writers this uh, recently on Twitter were saying like this is probably the best written episode. This is the best episode. I'm just like I really. Don't, yeah, I don't. I, the, the bit I do like is Homer going. Uh, they'll all be twiddling their thumbs and just going. Oh yeah. Dad, get off it. Anyway, so like I was saying, they go. He just keeps doing it. That's I like that a lot. I like the ending in terms of the bit where it's like, what scares me is the fact that Dad was right. Oh yeah, I know. I'm scared too. <laughs> um, there's some funny stuff when they're all trapped in the bunker as well. Like uh, Mo's animal noises like, are quite good. <laughs> it's an ox. <laughs> and um, you know, someone's touching me, and um, it was Skinner. Barney touches Skinner. He's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> it's like Barney secretly has a crush on Skinner. <laughs> So I'm talking myself into it. There's a lot of funny stuff, but I just it just feels weird. Like the tone yeah. of it feels really weird to me. It feels like an old episode. Yeah, I, I, do you know what? It probably was an episode that they had for a lot earlier on because I feel like the production of it is quite... If The animation looks a bit rougher yeah. to me. I don't know. It just looks weird. It feels it, weird. It's weird, but, isn't yeah. it? Like, I, I'm totally... I, I'm on your side, though. Like, I don't get when people say, oh, this is the best episode of all time. Like, I don't agree with that at all. It might be, like, American sensibilities. Maybe, like, yeah. Because we, we didn't like Bart versus Thanksgiving very much, and that's yeah. beloved in America. Yeah, maybe. We didn't like Last Exit of Springfield, beloved in America, yeah. and Bart's Comet beloved over there so yeah. it might just be an american sensibility thing yeah maybe like yeah i mean that's it's really weird because i'm a bit of a space nerd like i love all stuff to do with planets and comets and things like that so it does yeah it's, it's weird isn't it maybe i don't know so that's bottom for me after the clip show what's your bottom one i think i know what it's going to be and i'm gonna have to defend it go on okay um so i've got the Springfield Connection, and I don't even remember what this episode <gasps> is. Oh, I really like this one. What even is it? I can't even remember. This is the one where Marge becomes a police officer. Yeah, see, I don't like that episode at all. Oh, I love it. And I've got Round Springfield as well, which I... D- I, I that's the one I thought was going to be at what, the bottom. What, I can't even remember what that episode is either. So this is the one where Bart swallows the jagged, crusty oh, cereal yeah. and yeah. Bleeding Gums Murphy dies. Yeah. I mean, to be fair... 
the police march the police officer one i watched that on sky one the other day and i still just didn't connect really like i don't know i just don't oh. enjoy it. the only bit i really like that i actually quote quite a lot is um the pizza bit you know when um wiggum is carrying the pizza in and he's like that's all right boys we got it like careful, <laughs> oh, yeah. careful. and they're carrying like a hot pizza like that's the only bit that i like really enjoy um but yeah i'm springfield connection this is another one that reminds me of my dad a bit because if we go away at christmas which we do most years we have a lot of alcohol between us i bring a lot of alcohol he brings a lot and then we all get alcohol and it's like oh god we're like surrounded by it and he always does the i'm worried after this case (laughs) and that case there's only three cases left i love that (laughs) <laughs> I feel like I need to join your Christmas one year. That that's just sounds like my <laughs> sounds like my kind of Christmas. Yeah, that that is like one of my dad's like most used lines ever. That I'm worried uh, if there's a lot of alcohol <laughs> around. Hi, Homer. I'm worried about the beer supply after this case and the other case. There's only one case left. Yeah, yeah. Our Barney's right. Yeah, let's get some more beer. Yeah. Hey, what about some beer? Yeah, Barney's right. Oh, the garage. Well, la da Mr. Frenchman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I feel like the connection that you have with that episode is like the connection that I have with, like, the Trash Men episode. You know, I, mm-hmm. I spoke to you, like, because it reminds me a lot of my sister. And yeah, possibly. The jokes, like, the inside jokes that me and my sister have about that episode sounds a lot like the episode and the connection that you have with this episode, which is really sweet. Mm-hmm. Um which I appreciate. Um, I just like don't ever remember watching this episode much as a kid, or I don't know. I just yeah. I just think there's so many strong episodes in this that it probably got like pushed down for me. Maybe I don't know. I'm just seeing if there's any lines throughout the series that got the pink dot from me from episodes that we didn't talk about, and there's two actually. Okay. Uh, so there's 101, uh, two dozen and one greyhounds, which I, is one I love. I love the episode. Um, but there's two lines in that. One is a bit like the the finger thing means the taxes. It's a real small yeah. bit, but it's um, Homer in the chips, and he goes this time. <laughs> the dog, <laughs> the eats, dog it. eats it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the dog's keeping it. But after like the fifth one, he's like this time, and this time sticks in my head a lot. I love. Uh, if that. I do something again and again and again, it keeps failing. I'll be like this time. Don't. <laughs> uh, This time. Don't! Uh, um, and also it has the uh, one of my favourite moments, I think, actually, in The Simpsons is when they like find all the dogs at Burns Manor and uh, they try and stop him and he's like, Here here's a phone, try call someone who cares. And she starts dialing nine one one. Give me that. <laughs> I love that episode. It's got really good delivery. Uh, yeah. Right now I'll be taking my puppies back. But they're ours. You stole them from us. Here's a phone. Call somebody who cares. Everything. And obviously, like, I, I think I mentioned it in the songs episode, but obviously it's got See My Vest, which... See My Vest is so good. Just yeah. missed the cut for me on songs. I yeah. love that. And on that episode, you basically see two dogs shagging. Yeah. 
Like when he's on top yeah. of her, you're literally just watching two dogs shagging. It's, <laughs> it's really so weird. so weird. And then she's like, oh, I didn't realize you was pregnant. I thought you were just fat. That That is that is literally <laughs> how it feels for the first like four or five months of pregnancy when people don't realize you're pregnant and you just look fat and you're just like, yeah, I'm not fat. I'm actually pregnant. <laughs> Um, and the other line in this season is from Bart's girlfriend, and this is one of my most like thought of lines. I think about it. So I literally used this today without no even way. thinking we were talking about it. Um, it's the biggest put down I I think <laughs> I can think of is when Bart's constantly trying to impress Jessica, and uh, she just goes. Do you ever think anything you don't say? <laughs> and I think about that all the time. I work with a lot of morons, and yeah. that's how I always explain them. That's how I explained to Becca. I said when I said to Becca when I got home, I said, "You know the line. She knows what I'm talking about." Yeah. I said, do, "Do you ever think anything they don't say? It's just people that have no disconnect. There's, and there's, there's no, no filter from their brain yeah. to their mouth. Yeah, no filter. Yeah, no. I totally understand that. And like reading through Twitter is like that as well." <laughs> Yeah, do you, do you ever just think anything you don't say? Yeah. That that sticks in my head so much. I use it all the time. I think it's the biggest put down. You know, I was considering staying after school and helping teacher clean up. <gasps> oh, do you ever think anything you don't say? The funniest thing as well is like, I actually think that to myself sometimes. Like if I say something, I'm like, shit, I shouldn't have said that. I'm like, mm. yeah, I think that to myself. <laughs> And um, also, when I'm feeling pretty like cock of the walk, when I <laughs> <laughs> I think if there's only one thing to do at a time like this, strut. It's like when you when you're walking down the street and you're listening to um, is it? Um, oh, Dankmas when I was walking around Copenhagen. That's exactly that's exactly the example I was going to yeah. use. You know me too well. Yeah, that's how I felt when I was walking around Copenhagen listening to Dankmas. Strut. Bart when he gets the strut. Strut. <laughs> see, that episode is actually pretty low down for me. Like, really? I actually, that's really high. See, it's weird. Like, I really like the episode, but this is just, for me, like, the definition of this season. Like, I really like the episode, but it's actually really mm. low down for me. I think Bart and Lisa both get really good standout episodes that are quite similar to each other early in the season, yeah. and they're both next to each other for me. So after Lemon of Troy, you've got Lisa's rival, yeah. Bart's girlfriend. I love both of those. Yeah, I love... Um, and they're both quite similar. So uh, Lisa's rival's really high up for me. Yeah. Like, I really mm. enjoy that episode. Um, but Bart's girlfriend, and another sort of like Lisa standout episode, which I do enjoy the episode, but it's still quite low down, is Lisa on Ice. Ah, oh, that is so. I have such a conundrum with this episode. Yeah, I'm the same. It was almost same. my one more. Yeah, because it has such funny jokes, yeah. but I don't like the story at all. I don't think the characters act like themselves. Yeah, I'm exactly the same. And like, I I do it quite a lot. It's like, um, if you get hurt, it's your own fault. <laughs> oh yeah, that bit. <laughs> the jokes are so good in it. Marge keeping Millhouse's teeth is so good. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, as well, look, I've actually seen someone that's had a, a like. I know I keep talking about Simpsons tattoos, but I've actually seen someone with um the Lisa like with the arms and Bart with the arms as well. Mm. Like, so someone had a tattoo on one leg and then like Bart on the other leg, and it looks so good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I, the, the Lisa are nice to me though. I've written suddenly everyone is into hockey? Question mark. Bart is now good at sports, question mark. Yeah. Apu is their coach, question mark. Yeah. Homer is horrible, question mark. It's like no one acts like themselves. No, like, I totally agree. Like, I mean, Bart and Lisa have never had a rivalry, ever. Like... No. 
they annoy each other, but like this is yeah. a proper like mean rivalry. Mm. And it's like, as a, I can now say this as a mother of two, I'd oh. never like, I'd never already like, using that, are you? Pit my two kids against each other. Do you know <laughs> just what I mean? You wait. It's early days, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah. I just, yeah, it's it's very bizarre. It's a bit like, of an odd one, but I do love the jokes in it. Yeah, I Take mean... Take a memo on your Newton. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Lisa on Ice and Bart's Girlfriend are two episodes that I remember watching a lot as a kid. And mm. they're episodes that I do enjoy and I do watch them. But I just, I, there's just something that discon- I'm disconnected with both the episodes, and I don't know why. I think, I think you're, I think you've hit the nail on the head with um, Lisa on Ice with the whole like the characters don't act like the characters, and I totally agree. No. They're so out of place. Um, but with Bart's girlfriend, I'm not. I don't know. I'm not quite sure what what doesn't. It's got Scotch Toberfest in it, though. Yeah, and like. Uh, yeah, used me, Skinner. Is it Glenn Close that does the voice of Jessica? No, it's uh, Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep, Meryl Streep, yeah, that's You've it. You've got Meryl Streep in that and Lisa's rival is Winona Ryder. Yeah, Glenn Close is Homer's mum. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Meryl Streep, like, unless you know, you'd never guess. No. It's so weird, but I love it. But, yeah. Wow, so there's so much good stuff. Yeah, this um, is such a good season. season. Yeah. It's just, like I said at the beginning, it's just absolutely solid. It's, like, solidly at the top of its game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the thing I was going to say about Round Springfield, I know a lot of people think that's one of the worst. I actually have grown to like it quite a lot. It's it's not, not amazing. It's in the middle for me, but I know a lot of people just think it's right near the bottom, and I think it's... I quite liked it. I mean, I do like the relationship that Lisa and Bleeding Gums Murphy have. And I love the bit at the end where, like, um, Bart spends the money on buying Lisa the record. Like, it's yeah, really, really special. That's spe- very similar to Bart Sells, Sells his, soul. his Soul. Yeah, it's exactly it's the like the opposite. Ending. Yeah, but mm. it's, it's really cute. But I, I really like the whole, like... Um, Simba thing where he's up in the mm-hmm. clouds and then like Getting James L. Jo- oh, James it's all the L. characters Jones. that James L. Jones has voiced yeah. yeah which is really funny because I didn't realise that straight away and then one mm. day I was watching it and it kind of like light bulb moment for me and I was like oh my god he does the voice of all of those <laughs> yeah yeah I, when I was a kid I wouldn't have known that but no. well, the first time I watched it when I was old enough to know it's like a little a real light bulb moment like yeah. you say like, oh wow I get it I get the joke yeah um, love that but yeah, Round Springfield, I think is it's it's weird because it's definitely not the strongest in this series. I just think it's a little underrated. It is cute. But it's the I one, like it. It's the one they put forward for the Emmy from this season. It's weird, isn't it? Which is the big big mistake. Yeah. Um, they should have put. It's amazing they didn't put Who Shot Mr. Burns. To be yeah, honest, that's crazy. Which is like a masterpiece. But there we go. That's uh, is a long episode. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm just thinking of my editing time now. Um, so another season done another one bites the dust yeah so listeners um, if you want to let us know what your favourite episodes are or anything at all you can contact us at uh, fourandonemorepod at gmail.com or go to fourandonemore.com and contact through there Uh, you can also talk to us directly on Twitter I'm on there as at Bob Shoy that's at B-O-B-S-H-O-Y Emma and I'm on there as at Emma Rowena, which is at E-M-M-A-R-O-E-N-A. And you also run the Instagram account. I which do. Is... Um, it's four underscore one underscore 
No. No, I, I get it <laughs> wrong every, every time. Bob, you might as well just do it. <laughs> it's four. four. It's four and one more with underscores between the words. There we go. Basically, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to say that going forward now. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you post on the Instagram? It's Emma? basically just memes or like, I'll be <laughs> I'll be sitting at home in a particular mood or thinking about something and I'm like, oh, that reminds me of this Simpsons moment and I'll just post it. And it's basically what I want my own social media to be, but because not a lot of my friends are as dedicated to the Simpsons as I am, they wouldn't get. So it's just a way for mm. me to like live my life through Simpsons memes. And you can never have too many Simpsons images and memes on your Instagram. Exactly. So get on there and follow exactly. that. Exactly. Um, if you uh, were interested in the Simpsons Predicted It episode of Weird Tales that I mentioned, you can go to my website, that's bobshoy.com, to see all the other podcasts that I work on as part of the Bob Shoy Podcast Network, which is this, and Weird Tales and the Unexplainable and other things. You go on that website, you'll see the other things I do. And if you want to support my time creating those podcasts, you can go to patreon.com slash bobshoy. That's B-O-B-S-H-O-Y. That's my name. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Is that everything? Yeah, I think so. Right, and next time we're doing our other guest stars episode. We're doing yep. the one where guest stars come on to play other characters. Yeah, so not themselves. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to that yeah, one. Yeah, I'm really excited. I haven't made my list yet. But... I made mine when I made the list of um, celebrity cameos just purely because I kept getting confused between if they were themselves or if they were the right. character. So I, you did it all I at just once. did it all at once to like... But to be honest, if it's anything like the list today, I'll probably change my mind, so... It is what it is. Yeah. 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 That's the thing. We're, we're at a point now where everything's so good that my, my list could change at any time. Yeah. You know? And I think that that keeps it interesting and that keeps mm. the vibes going and stuff. But yeah. 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 Okay. So there we go. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, Emma, what did you want to say at the end this time? <laughs> it wasn't part of my glosses. No, it wasn't. It was, keep us for breakfast, Aunt Helga. Is it since <laughs> Swithin's Day already? Tears, replied Aunt Helga. I'm going, I'm, I'm going. going, right. And we are going. <laughs> Emma, my friend, I haven't learned a thing. <laughs> <laughs>